Hello, and welcome back to episode 11 of The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin. Uh, so, unfortunately, this week we have a bit of bad news. It was meant to be one of our guest episodes, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it. Um, we're going to hopefully reschedule for next week, but uh, that's not for definite. We're just hoping that will sort of be the case. But uh, yeah, anyway, we don't need him anyway. He's boring. No. He's he's probably just <laughs> putting all his money in microtransactions. Yeah, he's Feel probably probably off gambling somewhere. Um, just quickly, isn't this episode 10, though? Yeah, I was about to say. Is this episode, oh, big, right. You skipped an episode. Because our big 1 0. <laughs> we're yeah, we're into the double digits. We're now. into double digits. Do you, know, you know I did that? <laughs> because of I wrote the outline, the outline for. For this week to be ten, and then I've I had eleven on this one. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. No worries. Well, we're on episode I'm, ten, everyone. You haven't yeah, missed it. We made it to ten. Yeah, we yeah. hit the so big double So don't get confused, yeah. everyone. Even though I'm crazy, <laughs> I think uh, Chris used to just explain that it's hot where we are, um, and for, for England, he's uh, his brain is melting <laughs> in the heat at the moment. So uh, yeah. there might be a, a few fumbles here. Yeah. But anyway, let's just go straight into the news. So uh, this week we've got um, a, a lot of sort of there was there was a lot to choose from, uh, and obviously we couldn't cover it all, but we just chose a couple of bits we were really interested in. Um, mm-hmm. So my sort of first bit of news is we had like a Star Wars info dump, um, and right. to, to sum it up quite briefly, basically a load of actors talking out about their bad experiences and disappointment with. Disney's sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have John Baega who said, uh, you know, they don't know what to do with characters of colour. Uh, I mean, I'd argue they don't really know what to do with any characters, characters of any race. I understand his, <laughs> his sentiments. Um, and then Daisy Ridley said, hey, there was never any plan for Ray Skywalker. She was a Kenobi. Then she was no one. And then she's Palpatine's granddaughter, and apparently that changed every day on set. JJ oh, wow. oh. Abrams was just coming up to her and going, uh, "Yeah, so uh, you can Palpatine's granddaddy." And then, so essentially, that last line. The next day, the next day, he's like, uh, "Oh, we're not sure." And she said, even all the way up to release, she didn't even know what she <clears> was, what what they were going with. You know the bit when that at the end with the lady where she asks who she is, and yeah. she says Ray really? Skywalker. Yeah, she was like Ray. Um, Damn it, I don't know which one I have. Have you seen all the memes of that? Where yeah. it's like, yeah. Ray, the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then Mark Hamill uh, also added his voice. I mean, Mark Hamill's been quite vocal about this, his, you know, uh, sort of issues with this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then Disney PR obviously had a word with him. And he stayed quiet until the sequel trilogy was well and truly over. Uh, and he just, you know, basically said... Uh, you know, there's a lot more of Luke in The Rise of Skywalker that we didn't see, uh, and that he was worried that the title of Rise of Skywalker would be misleading, right? Because he said it seems to point that it'd be more about the Skywalker family, right? Yeah, and that uh, either Anakin or Luke would have a bigger sort of impact in the story. And then if you watch the movie, it's you know, it's it's the Palpatine movie, yeah, it's the, it's the Rise of Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting, and you know. It all sort of stems from, I think, mismanagement at the top. And mm-hmm. I, I won't go into it in too much detail, but I mean, I've sort of mentioned to you guys before, if you look into it, this uh, under Disney, the mismanagement of this license has been pretty huge, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, Agreed. I, I like these movies. I do like the sequels. And for me, I love Kylo Ren. 
like he's yeah, one yeah. part of the sequels I yeah, really, really enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think it's all bad. Um, but when you actually look into it, it just what a way to destroy a billion dollar franchise, like credibility wise, in a lot of right. people's eyes. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not. They weren't financial failures, that, like at all. But I think a lot of people have been disconnected and got a bit fed up with Star Wars. Yeah, which isn't really what a successful trilogy would create. Yeah, 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 in my opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I won't go on that too long because that's a quagmire of uh, you know, just absolute mess. <laughs> um, but the the second bit we got was actually we got a brief Kenobi series update. Yeah. And uh, it was basically just Ewan McGregor talking about it, and he said um, he's really really excited for this series. And that he's actually more excited for this series than he was for episodes two and three. All right. Yeah. I thought that's that's quite uh, yeah exciting because he's working with a lot of the crew from the Mandalorian. Yeah. So there's some good people working on it, Mm -hmm. and uh, he also talked actually it's quite funny about how it's interesting how the prequels obviously were quite reviled when they came out, right? Mm -hmm. And he said the pendulum sort of swung the other way now because he gets more people coming up to him saying, oh, we love those movies. You yeah. were our childhood icon. Like, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for doing them. And, you know, he said how that's sort of nice. Nice to have. Because at the time, he was the getting s- death threats. Yeah, and, yeah mm. the script has been flipped. Yeah, no. Um, but, I mean, we don't know much about this Kenobi series, but, you know, it's got a pe- lot of people from The Mandalorian and he's really excited about it. So that's kind of enough for me to be on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited about that. I um, I I like you know, I think that's got a lot of potential. Um, and he for me is obviously iconic to those films. Uh, and obviously, we love Obi Wan Kenobi. So you know, and he's become a, he's even yeah. become a meme in recent years. And I I love it every bit of it. You know, <laughs> all the Kenobi memes. He's always so been a meme. Yeah, he has. Right, they're so great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I think Bradley has like a, a man crush on him in episode oh, three, you don't you? I, is it, yeah, his I hair? Is it his those. hair? Uh yeah, just everything about him. To be honest, he's just so cool. <laughs> I, I love okay. him. Like he's he's by far the best like Star Wars character. Yeah. Just, so he's on, just ah. On, uh. <laughs> on on this note though, how weird's this? So um, the common consensus I always find is. Lots of people say his Obi-Wan is the redeeming or the best part of the prequels, right? Yep. Yeah. That's quite a popular sort of thing on the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking to my mum about this the other day oh, and no. she hates him. Oh, really? She said he was the worst part of those movies. Oh, my well, God. And literally, I was like, mum, well, like... Them's fighting like, words. I was like, you're just crazy. <laughs> like, she was like, oh, he just he wasn't Alec Guinness. And I was like, no, but he's quite a believable young Alec Guinness. Yeah. Like, before he's wise even. No, he he makes the character so much, you know, better to, yeah. to me. He gives Ooh. it so much depth that he just didn't bring, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think, I but, just... I, but I can really see that being a young Kenobi and then Alec Guinness being yeah, the sad yeah. and broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'll definitely, like a, I can see. A, 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 and I think they both... In, in their what they're meant to part. get in their performances they both nail it in my yeah, opinion of course they do. and it feels like this man's sort of journey um, mm-hmm. what will be interesting in the series is if he tries to become more Alec Ginnick-esque because mm. obviously it will be closer to because it's him on Tatooine and he's probably going to go on some sort of adventure um, yeah. but no I'm honestly we don't know much but I am excited and weirdly my mum hates Ewan McGregor 
which is just boo. so so sad. Boo, <laughs> boo criticism, boo. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm you. sorry if you listen. <laughs> no, she probably doesn't. It's fine. It's a safe ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so moving on to the next sort of bit of movie news, we had um, some For Love and Thunder news. Mm. So the Hollywood Reporter did a little interview with Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. and um, they asked him the question, you know, uh, is this going to be your last four? Because obviously a lot of the other actors have retired, they've left. Um, yeah. And he very jokingly said, are you mad? I'm not going to retire from this character. Like, Thor's young. He's only 15,000 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he had a lot of fun with it, and he was joking around. And uh, it's interesting, because if you go back to uh, sort of, I believe it was dark for the Dark World yeah. and Avengers Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. he was really done with the character. Uh, very much so that he, he didn't really seem like he wanted to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so obviously we've seen a complete 180 from him and I think mm-hmm. a lot of that comes from what they did to the character in Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, I was going right? to say. Where it was this complete... Have you seen Ragnarok, Bradley? It's the best one. Yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. I was going to say it is the best one. Yeah, where it, it's, it's, this... it's, it's one of the few Marvel films that genuinely is funny as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, like writing is funny. well done. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not just like, you know, mum humour. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, Ragnarok was great. Mm. And and I think since that, obviously, they gave him interesting roles in the last two Avengers. Mm. And he's really still, from the sound of things, you know, I mean, there's the one aspect of he makes a killing doing this. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but it also seems like he's if, the type of guy that if he wasn't interested anymore... He doesn't need the he, money, He, he wouldn't sure. need to do it, right? No, no. yeah. Um, so I think it generally just shows an interest. And I'm really excited for Four Love and Thunder. Yeah, I don't know much about the movie or the way they're going to take it, but mm. yeah, I, any, I didn't like the first Thor film, and I didn't like the Dark World either. Oh. Um, I didn't. I like all of them. No, I didn't like either of them. I'm really. one of the to weird be honest, defenders of Dark World. <laughs> they're one of those. They're, they're, <laughs> they're two of those films that um, in the Marvel universe that I don't really remember that well because I I know that I didn't enjoy them, um, so they didn't really retain to me all that much. But um, but Ragnarok is probably my up there in my favorites and i've seen ragnarok so many times and i'm not surprised that they that he's enjoyed the role since that one because they have kind of given him a bit more maybe not so much freedom but they've 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 definitely taken a different turn of the character for what he was before yeah i'd say they've given him more freedom on on mm. a lot of the character uh, sort of creative. elements yeah i mean obviously he sort of in the two last two avengers he was sort of given a a script and said here you go mm. but even in those they tried to sort of keep him fresh right yeah which is where we got fat for fat for yeah and all the sort of um New fun that that entails um but yeah so obviously uh do you guys actually know much about four love and thunder i don't know any, i don't really know anything about it at all isn't it literally. meant to be uh, it's to, he's not meant to be Thor anymore, is it? It's, it's so he that, he's Thor, always yeah. Thor yeah. because he is for himself. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But he, uh, it's this weird thing in the comics where for a little bit he becomes normal, and then right. Jane Foster, his ex girlfriend, yeah, I just Portman, I, I just know her as Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman as well. yeah. uh, from from Star Wars fame, yeah. uh, gets the hammer. And yeah, then, so Padme becomes Thor. Yeah, and Odin's yeah. Re- in the comics is really pissed about this. Yeah, but obviously right. Odin's dead, so uh, it's, it's not so going to matter too much. So he probably ain't going to have much to say about. But <laughs> they they did sort of bring Thor back as this unworthy Thor, and uh, he loses right. one of his hands, 
and he gets like a uh, a hand made out of the same metal as Milnir. Okay. Okay. Um, and then he gets the big axe, the two-handed axe mm. that he's already got. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm not sure how they're going to do it because obviously she's meant to have the little axe and he's meant uh, she's hammer. meant to have the little hammer, which is destroyed. So I'm assuming maybe they find the pieces and rebuild it or something. They didn't. No. Uh, no, because it went back to its original time. Oh, it went back, mm. didn't it? Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, so it's all. I'm a bit, sure they'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure then. And, and they always adapt things so much yeah. from the comics uh, in the Marvel movies, so I'm sure they'll they'll figure something out. But I think this is really good news because I'm I'm open to a, a female four. I'm open to the idea. I, yeah. I also like the idea of him being um, there in the background still. Him mm. still. That you can you even make in my eyes the four like uh, them be like equal characters in the franchise, or you have her become four and then he maybe takes a back step but becomes a bigger player in like a future Avengers movie or something. Mm. Have him be this old sort of you know uh, maybe leader of the Avengers or something. Yeah, sure. Because he would be the last OG if if they didn't bring Hulk back as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but that's all just speculation. So <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see, we'll, but we'll move away from that. But I think we're all Open optimistic yeah. about yeah. Love and Thunder. Um, so the last bit I want to talk about, uh, and let's hope China doesn't try to assassinate us. <laughs> Mulan. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Mulan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I sort of said, should, should we talk about it? Should we not? But I think we should. Yeah. So I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it basically, it, it was revealed during the shoot of um, Mulan that they'd filmed in a particularly dodgy area that is dodgy for, we'll not go into details, but there may be something to do with some sort of maybe human injustice, you know, maybe some right. violations of human rights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the area where they filmed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because of this, uh, Disney has got a, a big slap in the face from pretty much everyone. And a lot of the Asian continent have trended uh, to cancel Mulan um, right. which is is not good uh, no. at all for them um, it's and, and part of the thing with Mulan is they reinvented a lot of the story to be closer to the Chinese myth yeah because they wanted this to be a big selling point in China like mm-hmm. we spoke on this podcast about China being a huge industry uh, upcoming industry for both gaming and movies mm-hmm. like there's a lot of money to be had in china to be had yeah um and the chinese government because of all this backlash have now cancelled any advertisement of mulan in their press right so disney have got this massive backfire where mm. they're getting um you know the western world and other parts of asia mad at them for you know rightfully so bowing down to china and sort of because, you know, they, they have the cheek to a lot of the time talk about human rights, but then you go to an area where, which yeah, is violating fi- human rights yeah, and film. then thank China. Yeah. Like, it's not a great thing, you know? So mm-hmm. they their whole world has fallen apart because now China can't be asked with it. They're like, screw you. It's going to be a flop in China. And there's also a bigger chunk of the rest of the world who are also like, screw you. 
Yeah, I, 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 okay, I'm probably crossing a line by saying this, and I'll try very carefully not to. But, yeah, I mean, but we, we have to talk about this. I we, feel like we do, but we do. we're going to try and keep it. Yeah, uh, all I want to say <laughs> is that I kind of like, the more we talk about things like this, the more I just think, should we just like, should they, we, companies should just stop bothering with China, like stop trying to release things over there. Like if they're probably <laughs> going to offend someone somehow. And China, we know, has these seriously strict, like, you know, rules and regulations about what gets played, what gets shown, what is allowed, what's not allowed. Oh, I, I think I would imagine like, you know, like last time with the Call of Duty trailer, you said about that poor guy, Activision or whatever, tearing his hair out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so imagine with Blizzard ima- just before. Yeah. Imagine yeah. every company that deals with a release that goes through China as well. They must just sit there on the edge of their seats, just waiting for like, it's like if you send off like a report somewhere and you just wait <laughs> for the guys that review it to go, nope, that's wrong and send it back straight away. And you just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just think yeah. it's just... I mean, th- this isn't the, la- the the worst. Like, Disney have also... I don't know if you saw during Star Wars, the sequel mm-hmm. trilogy, obviously, Finn gets a huge place on the poster. Yeah. But I don't know if you've ever seen the Chinese version. Is there no Finn? There's, Finn is minimised into <laughs> the corner, out of sight. Right. Because, obviously, China doesn't really like blacks in a, <laughs> in a leading role. Um, which, you know... Some people might be like, oh, what do you mean? No, honestly, China have a real... Like, if you, the, the most proof of this is Black Panther was a box office hit everywhere in, in the, the world. world. Do you want to know where it bombed? Yeah, China. China. <laughs> so, hmm. you know, there's, there's, there's something slight, strange going on here. A slight bit of evidence there. But all, all we're saying is play. we don't want this to become a, a political podcast, no. but we we can't see this and see it going on in the world and not, and not acknowledge it, it. Yeah, yeah and you know all i have to say is i understand there's a lot of money there to be made but i think disney should learn from this and go hey look we can make a tailored version of our products mm-hmm. we can make an edit we can make yeah, an yeah. alter and if yeah because it's not like they don't like have it, the funds to do that yeah and if china don't like it they don't like it but now they've gone to all this effort for china and publicly thanked them which mm-hmm. blew up in their face and like they've got nothing from it because the Chinese government are like, nope, don't want this media storm. <laughs> we don't want. Yeah, uh, it, anyway, um, that that will be the last sort of I, I sort of say on that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think we should Disney just like sort, sort it out, man. Yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> moving on to my pieces, isn't it? Yeah, which <laughs> is uh, first back, back, back to our dispensable little gap. Yeah, he's got he's got yeah, and I've just realised. Oh, no, I'm not doing it yet. I'm saving for last. I want, oh, you? Be, I want to go out on that, you know. Okay. All so, right. so first, well, as well, my other two news pieces aren't too big. Um, but yeah, so first, I wanted to look at a recent release that we've talked about a few times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel's Avengers, so released September fourth for everybody who bought the the normal edition. Um, and after release, it really hasn't looked too great for the game, to be honest. I'm very um, surprised. Yeah, like, I mean, so review-wise, Metacritic shows that um, it's pretty average, to be honest. It's getting 60s yeah. to 70s or like 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10s, um, depending on the platform. Uh, and, I mean, just, just on a review basis, that's not really what we'd not expect great for, for an Avengers title, yeah. Especially since yeah, it's 9.5 every year. <laughs> <laughs> something that's so high budget and with this name, you'd expect to be at least getting eights and nines like mm. as the lowest but seeing sixes seeing seeing someone like ign rate it as okay it's quite it's very surreal mm. but um 
Yeah, so so obviously it's not reviewing too well. Um, but it also reportedly sold less than a third of the uh, the recent PS4 Spider-Man uh, game reboot. And that blows my mind. It, yeah, it, like it, a third. And, and also this is on everything, and yeah, that's on PlayStation, PlayStation only. Yeah, that's yeah. that's shocking, and not just. I will say, Spider-Man is fantastic. It's such mm-hmm. a good game. Um, but Definitely. you would have expected, with all the hype, especially around this. Yeah, the Avengers, name, like literally, just, that already, should have been enough. That. I mean, yeah. I, I think people wanted a Spider-Man level game mm. with the yes. Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's what people really, expected. really wanted. Yeah, yeah, wanted from. Um, I mean, all I've all I've really got to say on that is that I am one of those people. Um, I have looked at Avengers so many times since it came out um, mm-hmm. in the store. Also watched reviews, uh, watched, you know, should you buy or before you buy or whatever, and all, all different things. I just can't justify spending the money on it. If, if no, that comes yeah, into the sale, if that guy, game hits... like 80 quid version. Yeah, if that game hits the sale... I will get it. If oh, that yeah, game yeah. ever hits the sale, I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll, I will definitely give it a go. But like, for example, our guest that was supposed to be on tonight, he does have the Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, and he loves and, it, doesn't he? Well, I've asked him more recently because I noticed, I told him to tell me what it was like after um, he first got access to the game, um, which he got slightly early because of pre-order. And he said it was, yeah, it was good. And, you know, he was liking it so far, but he hadn't played much. Um, and the day after, that, and that was the day of release. And then he got like a, 14 gig update or something ridiculous like the day of release and um there was two day one patches yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's and i said to him the other day we haven't really i said you haven't really spoke about avengers since have you played more of it like is it any good and he said do you know what i haven't really played that much more since i last spoke to you about it and i'm like it can't be that great if he's not gone Being back like, to it that yeah, desperately into it yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's he's the key market for this game exactly well. exactly mm-hmm. that and so this is definitely for me this is a pick it up in a sale kind of game like I, i'm yeah. not fussed if i have to and, wait and, a and year also for if it. it's a year they'll probably have added black panther they'll yeah. probably have added all these and you'll probably be free. able to buy and yeah additions with everything in it yeah. if there's a pass yeah. or yeah so yeah. you probably yeah. if you pick it up in the sale i imagine you'd probably you feel like this is money really well spent yeah but it generally makes me really sad that this is the case. It's a shame yeah. it's not done so much better. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, this is the thing. The game isn't a flop. It is still no. uh, oh, yeah, like in the charts. It's we'll, like we'll the still top see in the like, UK as well, isn't it? Yeah, so we're still seeing it sell decently, but obviously we've got that statistic of less than a third, which is ridiculous. And we've got these poor reviews, and it's just kind of upsetting to see them you know, have this beta not really do much to improve. Uh, I've heard a lot of people saying that it just gets so repetitive. Yeah, I um, heard that. Yeah, I, I you're just doing the same thing. As well. um, yeah, exactly. And uh, same because I'm the same as you, Jack. I keep looking at it like thinking I do want to, but because I just we love can't. our co-op games, so yeah. it's like, oh, this could be perfect. But then I just think I feel like I'd be bored with waste like, and also wasting that much on it. Exactly, like, it's a lot of money to pay for it, and it's it's the same price everywhere and it's just like yeah i i watched a couple of different reviews and stuff and they all have hit that same point is that it feels like some of the cinematics and that um for the cutscenes and, and that kind of m- try to almost force you to believe there's more to the game than there really is and it actually <laughs> is just a rinse and repeat and they, and yeah. for the, they said you know for the, there is a story the, we yeah, promise and for the amount of <laughs> grafting you do they said it just feels like 
there should have been so much more excitement to it. They said like there's a few segments of the game where you think, oh, this is different. This is like proper cinematic. This feels like it could be a movie. And, and, and this, that's it. This is Crystal Dynamics as well, isn't yeah. it? These guys yeah, made not, Tomb Raider. Not like a small yeah. indie like, studio, yeah. It, yeah. Th- and they're, they're, those storylines, I mean, I know people are mixed on, on that yeah. series as a whole, I but it. I thought that series was oh, brilliant. Same. I loved Absolutely. all three of their entries. Yeah, they, those games excel for me. Um, I, I, I love the Tomb Raider games and I, I you can not say that those games wherever your mixed opinions are not they did not have bad stories did no. they especially the first one yeah, the where first she's one so they were very smart. polished games as well yeah, like, oh, they were. yeah. and this but doesn't I and that's one thing i will say is that this doesn't and... look yeah it doesn't yeah. Look oh god i've seen some i watched like a uh, like 15 minute video of, of all these the different, different things i like captain america's there. face melting <laughs> I haven't like, even seen that. He's, if you put a certain like goggles on underneath, right. his eyes will just start melting. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> They're just, it's just like, oh great, I'll just wear these goggles then. But um, yeah, oh, so so moving on from that because I feel like we've we've kind of said we said our piece. Set you know, piece, we're all kind of yeah. disappointed. We'll all pick it up in a. This sale. could have been an amazing yeah, I mean, game. Like a year year from now, if it's on the sale, and we all pick it up and we all play it. Yeah, we'll yeah, be definitely. like we'll be like you know year on maybe yeah. now is the time to grab it. Yeah. Maybe and, and we'll be very like you know probably praising of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the at the at the time of talking, we're not. <laughs> yeah, at all. So. Um, that was Crystal Dynamics not really putting itself in the best light. Now we've got a company that oh, only, you know, ever puts itself in its best light, and that is EA. <laughs> <laughs> we never have anything bad to say about uh, electronic Sports. arts. Yeah. <laughs> so EA Sports, uh, specifically UFC 4, um, shipped with full screen adverts during the replay sections. <laughs> so I'm not talking like fake adverts i'm not talking like a little bit of the screen i'm talking like a full-blown amazon the boys type full screen um during over your, your replay yeah. over, yeah, over the replay face. yeah <laughs> um and like there is also small adverts near the like on-screen display elements but they ea have since disabled uh the ads with the statement it is abundantly clear from your feedback that integrating ads into the replay and overlay experience is not welcome <laughs> and i've just got underneath that how did they think people would be okay with this in a 60 dollar game like, i don't know i feel like maybe if it was madden or fifa they maybe yeah. would have got away with yeah it. they probably would have got UFC, away with it yeah especially because of how much like if you do like an awesome move and then you want to see replay, it yeah that's just like get some of the best bit, isn't it Mm-hmm. Like you know, but like I, you call your mate in and go, look, 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 look what I just did, and then this ad the comes boys. up. <laughs> the voice, <boys. laughs> missed it. Yeah. But I, I mean, they already know that. Like, surely, because they do like, um, like testing and you know, pub, mm-hmm. like user feedback. Surely, people aren't going in. They going, yeah, no, I Brilliant love the ads. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Like, idea. Surely they were going. Oh, it kind of gets in the way a little bit. Um, maybe just not the big ads. Maybe just the little ads. But. <laughs> No, they've 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 had to release the statement saying it's clearly not welcome. Well, now. Not welcome, but as if it was ever like you like, know, like they're if... disappointed in the in the I, players. I mean, I'm really yeah, exactly. For <laughs> exactly. the fighting game community, though, because you know, like say they actually stepped up and um, formed a little internet riot, and, and EA yeah, that's pretty much notice, it, right? Yeah, exactly. So it is cool that. It is. I mean, we we do you know dump on EA all the time, but it is cool that they they're not just you know ignoring us and they're just going no, just keep the ads. You know that that's what they could have done. So it is is a positive light that they are going. 
okay, we're going to disable them. They're clearly not, you know, wanted. what you want. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? And obviously. Uh, one, one, one thing I will just say quickly about EA as a company is that although we do dump on EA, I do enjoy some of their games. Yeah, no, they, uh, yeah they that's do, the problem. They, they do actually. Them as well. Like, I, I really have. They, they like, do release good stuff. Yeah, they do. So we're not, as much yeah. as we're dumping on them. Yeah, know. we do like to kind of play up to it. We do we do yeah. respect EA as a, as a, you know, a pretty good developer. They just made hmm. some questionable money grabbing. Yeah, yeah. questionable. Yeah, it, it, but it's so bizarre because they'll do like this. Um, which I think they thought they could get away with it in their yeah. sporting games. Yeah. Because yeah. they've been doing this big PR push, you know, with removing all the microtransactions in Battlefront 2 and then doing mm-hmm. three years of free content and all these big, hey, look, we're not so bad anymore. And then they're like, yeah. but the sports gamers won't mind. Yeah. Put it in there, put it in there. Which, um, to be fair, I don't play sports games, but I don't, I don't think that it should have been as, like, uh, like the, the players shouldn't have been so against it. I don't, I mean, it's obviously not good, but I think done in the right way, it's not that bad because, because yeah. uh, obviously like in real life you have like pay-per-view and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that will have ads. So you're still paying to watch say a UFC fight, mm. but it will also have ads. So it's not to me as big a deal um, as they, they like people have kind of made out to be. The way they did it wasn't great with the whole like covering the replay section. Yeah, but... especially doing it the, in an update after reviews, so yeah. they yeah. avoid <laughs> all the negativity. Yeah, I, I, I think if they if they did it right, it it wouldn't be such a big thing. It would be you know just kind of there, and because that's kind of the point of this advertising. You don't necessarily have to look at it. It's one of the yeah. like a lot of advertising can be like subconsciously seeing things, and that to me, you know, it, like I said, you're paying to watch the real life sport and you still get ads so if you're paying to play the game are ads such a big deal but yeah they just need to do it in a better way um, yeah I, I mean i think we're saying but i i still think i, I just don't like it if you're paying 60 dollars for it i i, I think yeah. and there's already it's been pointed out that if you're just fighting in the arena there's already advertisement in the background of the game yeah, like so I suppose of, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, it's already there. So and they're not so it's removing like they're, that. They're doubling it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like there's not ads there. There are. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. EA. I, I, like I said, I'm just glad that they did disable the ads. Yeah, um, uh, and cool I, I think like we said, taking feedback. Yeah, which is always good. Mm-hmm. At least they're not. They've not become these money grabbing tyrants who are like, screw you. You'll yeah, still buy and just UFC. kind of ignore their fans. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. Like, you'll still buy it. Enjoy your ads. <laughs> so, but yes. So, on to the the best segment of the back podcast. to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> We're on jingle, to... Bradley. No, I don't have a jingle. He does need uh, one, doesn't he? We need to. We need to get one set up. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, I mean, this is going on forever. Beef. So we, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if you didn't hear just then, good we've got. I, I've literally got three. Like, I think it's the third time. Uh, might be four, might be less, but we're on to corporate beef. So today's corporate beef, obviously still involving uh, Epic and Apple. Um, if you thought that we were going to move on to a different corporate beef. Oh, no, no, no. We're still here. Um, this is the king of the corporate beefs. Yeah, this is the, this is the corporate beef. Mac Daddy. But today's corporate beef is actually doing a big old 180 flip. Okay. So we had Epic taking on apple and google when no one talks about that um and and apple kind of fighting back uh for all of epic's attacks but now uh, apple apple are back 
and they, they want revenge. So Apple are actually now the ones claiming damages to the court. And I, I've got these statements and I've actually read through the, um, like not all of it, but part of the, the, the legal statement that they, wow. they released. Wow. Yeah. Like it's, it's a massive for the show. Well, I, I really wanted to make sure I got this right <laughs> because I, I need to, I need to just, read we never it. get so, anything wrong on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 So, so I made sure that it was on the actual document. Right. So here we go. So this is a quote from Apple's document that they submitted. Epic's flagrant disregard for its contractual commitments and other misconduct has caused significant harm to Apple. <laughs> and I just, I just put, I doubt that. But yeah. this is the, this is the bit that got me. We've got trillions and we've lost millions. No. Yeah. Are you ready? Left unchecked, Epic's conduct threatens the very existence of the iOS ecosystem and its <laughs> tremendous value to customers. <laughs> I can. I just. I just. Feel, who wrote this? Like, who's actually sitting there? Someone's had a lot of fun this? with this. And the guy, the guy, the lawyer. They, they called in. Like, they called in to write that statement. They called in like someone who writes like really intense thrillers for a living and like books about brought Homer back from the dead and said, <laughs> very right, you know your Odyssey. You're gonna write this for us. Like how how epic threatening the very existence of the iOS ecosystem as if this is just going to call Apple to go under, you know? This, this I'd just laugh it. if this one is... day we come on the podcast. I, I love like, how poetic it is. Apple though. have gone under. <laughs> Apple <laughs> have gone under. I apologise to whoever wrote that legal document. <laughs> you were threatened heavily. You didn't, you didn't exaggerate. Do you think the judge will take this seriously though, or do you think he'll be like, yeah, because it's written so well. Yeah, of course he yeah, will. Yeah, no. he has to, or she has yeah. to. It's ridiculous, but yeah. And and the other thing Apple have done in the 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 counter attack is they've actually said that uh, they will not allow Epic to reapply for its developer program for a whole year. So uh, basically where they've gone back deal, and said, well, this is the thing where they've gone back and said, Oh, we'd be willing to work with Epic, you know, depending on whether they would kind of conform. They've now just taken the stance of you're out, you're out for a year. So even if Epic caves and says, we really need this financial support back, we'll follow your rules. They won't let them. They won't let them for a whole year. And all of it's, um, you know, uh, other IPs, uh, other properties won't be allowed for a whole year. So right. no, nothing will be re-uploaded. Nothing will be allowed to be, um, you know, developed and uploaded to the iOS store for a whole year. So Epic is just mm-hmm. out. It's out for a year. Um, no matter. I, I'm guessing if this case goes the way of Epic, it yeah. might not happen. But but this is what I've kind of put at the end. Is it, it's sad to see what looks like epic kind of getting stomped and like overshadowed by such a juggernaut um because apple just has you know it is a huge huge uh, company and it's gonna be able to apply its resources to destroy epic essentially because epic isn't anywhere near as big mm-hmm. and i actually i went on to um to the ceo of epic tim sweeney's twitter and right. i found this statement which i thought was actually kind of like sad um he put if, F- if Apple truly believes the fight over App Store's distribution and payment monopoly is a basic disagreement over money, then they've lost all sight of the tech industry's founding principles. Ooh. So, so he's basically saying this is not about money and, you know, yeah. and, and, they're a rogue our- company. Exactly. That he's basically saying, like, we're willing to put everything on the line and Apple are just going to stomp us because they have no idea what it's really about. Yeah. 
which is really sad to see that yeah. epic is a if, you know it's quite a fledgling company it's big but obviously it's nowhere near the size of apple and they're trying to grow it and mm-hmm. obviously this has set them back hugely especially with that whole year that i just talked about even if they do want to go back they can't so they're willing to put everything on the line for the future of you know kind of mobile gaming and it's kind of sad to see the like to hear him say something like that do, when do you, do you it think maybe seems, they underestimated yeah. uh, apple's response though do you think maybe they were thinking that... I don't know whether they did or whether they just accepted as a company that they wanted to be a, um, uh, like, you know, uh, a company to pr- promote change. So yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I, it, it's just it's a tough it's one, just, isn't it? Yeah, it is really tough. It's, it's something that kind of Epic, you know, have decided to do and they, they knew the consequences. So it's... It's just going to be a case of when this gets resolved. I really, yeah. really hope Epic don't, you know, come out too worse for wear. I do like Epic. I like, yeah, of um, I do you know, the well. fact that they're trying to grow you their like own the store. Free I games. Like, because obviously, <laughs> well, I do love the free games, but it's also a case of it's it's nice to have the idea of another kind of ecosystem of yeah. of, sto- of a store like yeah. Steam has been. Be careful not key. to anger the Steam gamers, Bradley. Well, like, I love <laughs> Steam. Come Steam for is you. great. Steam is great, but um, it's nice to have another option, really, because. Like Steam is the store. Like you yeah, don't go to the another monopoly, store, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they yeah, did. and and it'd be nice to kind of to have another option. I I use Epic a lot more now, to be honest. Um, partly because of the free games, but it's also a case of sometimes I'll find something cheaper on Epic, and to me it doesn't it doesn't really bother me at this point because I have so many games on there thanks to their free games. So they've done it really well as well, yeah. and they're trying to grow it. And I'm all for like having this you know extra store, but. Yeah, it is. It is sad, and like that. That statement was like kind of hit home to me. Like, oh, poor Epic. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I felt. Like as if they were like a child just fighting, <laughs> fighting someone. Like, someone you know, bigger battle. Bigger yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. a year and eleven, or has just thrown us a year seven. Yeah. In, in a puddle or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That. So, but yeah. So that's that's the sad current corporate, corporate beef. beef. I'm hoping next week I can bring you cor- like corporate beef four and be like Epic One. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. Uh, this is probably going to take years. <laughs> turns out Apple have gone under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a strange turn of events. Epic's actually uh, yeah. they've they've actually gone into a full fledged war. <laughs> yeah. There's ground war between the company. Yeah, there's actually riots on the street <laughs> between Epic fans and Apple corporate fans. Corporate war. Yeah. So so that is all for my news for the week and jack is going to take us through some, some yeah well i've decided that i'm going to get my sad piece of news out of the way first and Aww. foremost am i going to have um, a little cry in the corner well you probably won't but yeah. it's it is it's a it's a big deal for me um so this is news that i was i was kind of both gutted and also slightly relieved about um so it was announced uh towards the end of last week that the tv series uh the walking dead is finally coming to an end um after i mean sorry yeah no after, bradley thank god no, i agree hang on, hang on. So after 11 seasons so so 11 seasons uh, season course. 11 is going to be the last season um and it's actually been labeled as um uh the epic uh epic season 11 or something like that as and long as you don't count the spin-offs and yeah. the movie oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but but this is the thing so the main the main series is coming to an end so from someone who both of you have watched The Walking Dead, but not like I have, so I, I watched yeah, it from we, the very, very first episode. You yeah. stopped at seven, I stopped it before that, didn't you? Six, I Six, think. So, yeah, when Negan came, right. into it, you stopped. Yeah, I, I stopped 
um, halfway through the season after Glenn had died. Yeah. So spoilers. So spoilers. No, this <laughs> spoilers. Fine. So out of context. Anyway. Um, so I've watched it from the very first episode when it aired. Um, so that's it's a series a year. So oh, the first I, season's amazing. It is. I and love you know what? The first Anyone season. who slates The Walking Dead, like honestly, you there, there is a lot of bad things that can be said about the program, but you cannot deny that the first few seasons were that program was incredible and do you know what it, the reason i say it's a bit of both for me is because i've watched it since the very first episode aired and this is now season 11 we're coming into uh, you know that's that's a long long time to stick with a program and i've been there through the highs and lows because there has been some terrible lows with the show oh, i won't lie i remember mm-hmm. some episodes um, where i just thought i just want to yeah like, and I, I I, well, there was this. there was even a season where um i reluctantly watched it like as in i didn't even look forward to next week's episode <laughs> um but i watched it anyway because you i said i need to stick with, with this show. i did <laughs> but um it makes me happy and sad that they've said that this is definitely going to be the last season for the main show because um sad because obviously it's like the end of a, a long long era for me um and it will be kind of sad to see how they finish the show off and to, for me i think about the cast and i think like i know there's not a lot they're, of the original they're really cast, good actors yeah they, they are and i think the whole series journey, they've had yeah. really good actors and, and i think even though a lot of the originals aren't still in it um for the ones that are um like norman reedus and that and i, I think it's gonna. That must be so heartbreaking after all them years of working on a show to know that it's coming to an end and to all you know do the last day on set. And I think I don't know. I'll be interested to see how they end the show, and I hope it goes out with a bang. Um, and it's not a dry season like some of them have been. But the last season recently, um, the most recent season, season ten, I was actually really impressed with. And to be fair, I think that they took a massive step up, and I think it was like they tried to show what people had been complaining about was yeah what it's been missing and what it lacked from the original seasons um so yeah i I need to i I want to to get back to uh, i want to watch it yeah just to finish it yeah but it's obviously is a bit of a relief because yeah uh, what you said it's run its course um and like you say there's now so many there's obviously fear the walking dead you've also got another one coming which is sort of something like beyond uh, yeah, I believe called. that's untitled beyond. at the minute. Yeah. I think the working title beyond is world, Beyond world something. something. Yeah, but um, it's obviously another spin-off from the same um, the same world as The Walking Dead. Um, and this kind of brings me on to my next bit of news, which is that two of the characters that have been in it since the very first season and are still in it, um, Daryl and Carol, um, <laughs> are supposedly getting their own spin-off show. I don't know if I like that. I'm not going to lie because Sounds I awful. love, I love, I love Norman Reedus. I love, to be fair, I love Carol. I can't think what her real name is. I think is. they're, but uh, I can't remember the actress's but, name, but, but I love but both them as characters. Yeah. They are. And, but to have, it to end the like, show, to end the yeah. whole show and somehow come to a climactic close um, of that, that world of survivors and then go, but Daryl and Carol are going to have a spin-off season is just sounds tacky. I think it sounds unnecessary. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the point. I, I'm worried it's gonna, like, you know, when they they carry something on like long before it's meant to. Yeah, yeah. And then it almost becomes comically bad. Yeah, that's what I I'm really happen. worried. This that's is gonna, gonna become be like a memed series. Yeah. that like sort of tarnishes the and legacy. Tarnishes of it. the legacy of it because this program is, if it's ending, it's got to come to a climactic end, right? Um, yeah. That that even if it's open, everyone dies, but Daryl and Carol. Yeah, and they we want more money. <laughs> we want a spin-off season. Yeah, but. 
that's that's the first bit of Walking Dead related news. So I'll be sad to see it go, but I will watch it to the very very end. Um, and, and we'll watch the spin-off series. And we will the watch the spin-off series for the laughs. <laughs> um, but secondly, so Rick Grimes, the main character, Mr. Andrew Lincoln, are uh, uh, phenomenal um, from the very beginning. He it's been in talks for years actually that he was going to get a movie. Um, based like around his character and apparently that movie is still on track to hopefully start filming at the next uh, start of next year um whether or not depending on covid and i'm guessing whatever happens with that um, whether Mm -hmm. that stays on track but as of at the moment it is still supposed to be going ahead um and it's going to be um like the end of his kind of his individual story um obviously he's been the main character from season one episode one yeah um and he was i'm sorry but his acting is just he's one of these actors as well who another one who strangely i always remember him in things before the walking dead Mm. and he was always really good in everything he was in yeah yeah. and they were always Mm -hmm. characters that were very different from rick grimes yeah so it's not like he's a he's the the actor so much so that that when i i looked into the guy when i first started watching walking dead i was like oh my god he plays all these characters yeah and you're like i didn't even realize he was in this stuff he's in love actually actually, yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) which is he's like one of his early days but yeah he (laughs) he's phenomenal and to to be honest the one last thing i say about the walking dead i'm i'm looking forward to the the movie and also to see how they finish the season uh, of season season 11 um which which i think runs into 2020 uh, end of 2021 or something like that but that'll right. be when it closes um it's going to be a longer season as well the last season just to kind of stretch out whatever they want to do with it um mm-hmm. so more episodes, which is good which yeah, is if, good if you're gonna do a last season don't do, do game of thrones no. and go oh we're gonna do no, less we'll episodes. All in. Yeah, episodes. yeah but anyway so yeah it's it's a bit of sad news but also a bit of a relief for me and i can't wait to see what happens with it and obviously anything they plan on doing down the line um, and i'm what, sure we'll probably all watch the movie of course we will if it comes of course out we will. and um the uh, force bradley to come with us yeah, exactly and with regards to the walking dead you everybody should at least check it out because the first few seasons are phenomenal yeah um moving on to some more positive news though uh, i've got some information about the next generation consoles um Ooh. so well this is positive for xbox it's positive <laughs> for xbox yeah so Xbox, obviously, um, earlier, I think the start of last week, actually, um, released their, which I spoke about, the Series S uh, Xbox, uh, which is obviously their smaller, cheaper console, um, which comes in, at, comes in at a ridiculous £249 or $299, which is incredible, regardless yeah. of its, if it, what it lacks. I mean, it'll still so run cheap. next year. Yeah. No matter what That it is, is so cheap, yeah. So... Since then, uh, Xbox then came forward and said that the release date will be November the 10th for both the Xbox Series X and the Series S. Um, And they also released the price of the Series X, which comes in at $499 or £449. Um, Exactly. Now, that is, again, for a new generation console, that is... That is cheap. I, I thought there were going to be more. I, I thought, thought it was, was five hundred plus. Range. Easy, yeah. yeah. I was sort of five fifty plus. Um, Especially so, you think like because it's got really, it has got good hardware in it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. comparable to some gaming laptops yeah. that you'd pay like a grand for, mm-hmm. right? Like. It, oh that, well, yeah well i mean if you look at like the recent uh graphics cards that have been yeah. announced obviously yeah. they're going to be a lot better yeah but i mean you know you're looking at 400 pound for the cheapest you know and this is and this next is, series graphics yeah, card yeah. And that's just a graphics card yeah. so, so, so this is this is the thing is that 
it's really shocked me in a good way um, how cheap these consoles are coming out. And I probably will get the Series X. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, I think me and me and Dan are going to yeah, go yeah. And I, you know, I am excited for the new console. And um, this kind of brings me on to my next point, though, is that that is incredible for Xbox. However, I think it might be a bit of a concern for Sony uh, because <laughs> there's a rumor um, that went around saying that PS5s price was considerably higher than i believe the X, this yeah so than much. the xbox series x has just reported that they're they're obviously pricing theirs at yeah. um so sony is still yet to announce their availability and what what the consoles are going to cost and what options you have with the consoles um but they've obviously they've got a showcase coming up uh, tomorrow night actually they've yeah. got a showcase uh, which is playstation's showcase which i imagine they'll probably maybe do the pricings around then um i feel like they've got to they've probably got kind to of weird if they didn't yeah, yeah but uh, apparently because of how xbox have now priced their consoles they've had to massively slash um, their prices down just to kind of be competitive um and they've said that well, if they're slashing their prices, they're probably going to try, and I imagine um, that they're going to try and either undercut, or if not, it's going to be pretty much the exact same sort of pricing. Um, but there, uh, there was a rumor saying that PS5 will supposedly cost uh, around four nine nine dollars, um, and the PS5 Digital Edition will be cheaper than that. It will be three nine nine, which still doesn't quite go down to the Series S, but it's obviously. I reckon that they've they've got to try and you know you know what these two are like with their pricings and mm. i imagine they're gonna try and keep as close to xbox as possible now so so obviously mm. we know this was a rumor about mm-hmm. that the ps5 yeah. being uh, you know incredibly more yeah um than the uh, xbox but i wouldn't doubt it but i wouldn't doubt it but if you if you say this rumor was true how much do you reckon they had it up for? I was, I would say more like what I was expecting both the consoles to release around. I would have said so around 600, 600, 700. I would have said 600, I think, around that sort of price. Yeah. About you, Bradley? Yeah, no, I was thinking that too. Just from what, but right. they always overhype their hardware, I have to be honest. Yeah. Like, what, so, so, no, both, both, both like co- consoles, yeah, yeah, consoles always overhype yeah. their, their hardware because then you oh, compare yeah. it to like a modden gaming PC and you're like, yeah. oh or no, even is it actually going to be way laptop. better? Like yeah, or exactly, just laptop. any um, like non-console uh, hardware, and and then you're like, no, it's it's not quite the same. No. But I mean, yeah, they're they're meant to be putting out good specs. But yeah, I was still expecting around like 600. five six hundred easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the, the S is price. the most of yeah. The the S is so surprising for me. It's insane. Yeah, like that. That really is really good value. Yeah, but um, unless it comes out and it runs like an absolute dumpster. Well, no, yeah. because they're basically <laughs> saying the difference will be is. The this Series X is targeting 4K at 60 FPS, mm-hmm. and the uh, Series S is targeting 40, 40, uh, 1440p at 60. Yeah, right. Which is still insane. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, for for a, for a console, I mean, I I play on a 1440p, and I try and target for like 120. So, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. And then that kind of difference, um, between consoles, and uh, and obviously 4K 60 would be way better than my PC. So. Yeah. So then you've got that jump up, obviously, like if I improve. So it's one of those things. But yeah, like, I mean, my PC was way more expensive. So that's why I was kind of like really impressed with their pricing. Mm. Yeah, Um, of course. But yeah, I I imagine Sony had a much higher price in mind, personally. And that's why I think they waited for so long. But I think they were trying to see 
Could you imagine yeah. if they'd announced like six hundred pounds? Yeah, and then Xbox pounds, were like, and then Xbox were four nine nine four four nine, or you can get the Series S for two hundred, just over two hundred quid. That, that would have, I think, maybe that's what Xbox were waiting for. Yeah, can you imagine how much of a jugular killer that would have been? <laughs> oh, it would have been amazing. But but this is why Sony are waiting because um, they're 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 the more snidey of the two companies. They're the 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 ones that are more likely to undercut. Yeah, um, and. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was set much higher. And the thing you were saying about like, will they now undercut or will they try and match? This is still something that as a company, they've planned for, you know, a, a specific price and they've calculated yeah. their costs and their profit. Mm-hmm. And if they actually have spent too much in the costs and they can't actually like, you know, without making yeah, yeah. a loss, then this could be really bad for Sony if they haven't managed it properly. Yeah. Like, you know, like Microsoft might have. Um, or Microsoft are just crazy and they're making a loss on every console. Yeah, <laughs> just, which they, is just, we, don't, possible. we don't know yeah, what's going on. Yeah. That they're just going to make a loss on everything you, just you because know, they want to spite Sony. Yeah, How to I mean, win the generation. I, I, yeah. there, there was a, a rumor saying a while ago that Microsoft has never made any money on the hardware. They mm-hmm. only make the money on their games. Yeah. So if that rumor has any truth, maybe, then maybe just... they are just going screw it. Yeah, screw it. We'll just we'll just be snidey to Sony and just put our really cheap consoles. Um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much it on that that piece of news. Obviously, we love a bit of console news. Um, oh, we love mix console news. Yeah, we do. We love it's another segment. Another returns. segment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll watch watch this space because obviously the um, PlayStation showcase tomorrow. So maybe they'll announce their pricings then. Um, my last bit of news today is a new movie trailer um, titled Dune, D-U-N-E, not Doom. Um, and yeah, this looks incredible. Uh, so I don't, I, I'm not sure if this is true, actually. And I was going to say this to you, Chris. I'm not 100% sure, but I watched the trailer um, and I watched it with my mum. And my mum said to me, I think this is a remake of a really old film. It is. It is. Yeah, it so is. I was going to say, so there I didn't know that. There is a movie from, I think it's 88. Oh, okay. Something like that. Uh, but it's it's based on a, a novel. Right. A series of novels yeah. that a lot of people have said is basically Game of Thrones in space. Yeah. Um, right. And the original movie, I've, I've never seen it, but mm-hmm. I know uh, that it's not faithful to the book adaptation. Right. Because when I read an interview regarding this movie, they the director went out and it. went, we're trying to keep this faithful to as book. faithful to the books right. as we can. So essentially, so that's, that's all I know about the as, movie. Essentially, <laughs> unless, you, unless you know, obviously, about it already, um, it's sort of like a, a space empire Star warfare Wars-y. star warsy sandy um you know Horror. galaxy yeah it's, it's it's weird um it looks awesome but it looks amazing and there's mm-hmm. there's a huge cast list as well um in fact even bradley has seen the trailer for this yeah um, i mean i clicked on it because i saw timote i was like <laughs> oh there, there he is <laughs> i really like him i think he's king. so good he is good and it, it, we yeah he was obviously in the king and everything so and i just I, he looked amazing in the like the the thumbnail so yeah. i was like what is this yeah film? no honestly the, the costume the design and, costumes, and uh, yeah. all, the, all the makeup and stuff actually they all looked great yeah they even didn't. uh momo without a beard yeah I was like, that, yeah, which is always you're looking weird. young, Momoa. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's, so there. Aside from them too, you've also you have got um, other big names. Uh, you've got Josh Brolin, um, Rebecca love, Ferguson, love Brolin. Oscar Isaac, um, Oscar Isaac, great. You, Dave Batista. Um, uh, Actually, weirdly, Batista is a very underrated actor. Hmm. He's had a few performances I've watched. 
especially in Blade Runner, where I'm like, you know what? This guy's got more depth yeah, than, than we you think, think from yeah. a WWE mm. guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically the trailer, check it out. It looks absolutely incredible. Um, you don't really know what's going on, but it seems but like a lot that's of... That's what I like. Yeah, yeah and it seems like things. it's a lot of, so uh, a lot of like, you know, factions uh, and, and, you know, their, their rivalries and wars uh, and... It, it just he's yeah the king again he's, he's the prince a, he's a prince again yeah <laughs> um but it's yeah it just looks awesome there and like you say the set looks incredible the the Costume, uh, the CGI, cgi in the trailer looks amazing yeah um it just looks like it could be an absolute masterpiece it looks stunning mm. um and like you say with a big cast like that um with Great some cool cast. set cool costume design um you clicked on the thumbnail purely because of the way he looked so um oh, that's got cool. and yeah. I'm really excited. Like, I mean, really I really excited. loved that bit in the trailer where Jason Momoa did the weird sword thing sword, to his head. Yeah, with the and head. And then he yeah, did yeah. it with the knife. Well, yeah. I was uh, like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, I got like a um, Hunger Games vibe from that. Like, you know, the Mockingjay yeah. symbol. Like, that they all uh-huh. resemble of respect. I mean, as they do. like I say, I, I, have, I don't know the source material. This yeah. has made me, if anything, want to read the books. Yeah. Um, yeah, Because sure. I, love, I love reading source material for stuff. Hmm. Um, and I just watched this and I think, wow, this is just... I imagine this book series must be amazing. Yeah, I might. Yeah, maybe even I'll look into that to be fair because if something's well, that Chris, good, read I'll, the books and then when we all watch the yeah, film, you can tell give us if a, it's like, I, if it's, yeah. is it, you know, is it better? Is it worse? Did yeah, they do it I, I, should, I should buy it. Yeah, yeah and it, yeah, it, it definitely looks good and we'll, we'll, um, we'll obviously check out that as obviously more news comes out on that. Um, but the, one, the one thing I'll quickly say on it though is I've heard that this has got an estimated budget of 200 million. Wow. Yeah. Um, Always so nice to hear. The, the, and, it, and it looks like it, right? Yeah. But I saw a report and I was like, this is very mm. true. They said this will either be our generation's Star Wars, oh, like yeah. this huge sci-fi hit, mm. or it'll be another John Carter. Yeah, yeah. Another, another huge plot. box office I didn't office mind John disaster. Carter. Jo- John Carter, I really enjoyed. Yeah, like was, I think I watched it twice. Yeah. It was a financial disaster, though. It's <laughs> one of the biggest flops in cinema history. Well, let's hope it's not. This let's one. hope it's this, not. This yeah, could be it, the next big thing. Great. Yeah, it does look great. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for our news segment today. Um, so we're moving on to reviews. Uh, we don't have individual reviews this week. We have joint reviews. Uh, Ubisoft did another Ubisoft Forward, which we number spoke two. about before. Ubisoft Forward number two, and they are doing another one as well. Um, are they doing I, another one? Yeah, they said at the oh, end there's God. a Ubisoft Can't Forward you again. Just do it all at once. I know. I just because everyone, <laughs> we, you know what the first thing we're going to say is that we all sat there waiting out, for man. a Splinter Cell announcement, didn't we? And it just didn't come again. So yeah, we're saying now. If you haven't checked, there's no Splinter Cell. Yeah, I, I think yet. we said are we going to be sad boys or happy boys? We were, we're happy mixed boys. boys. We were mixed boys because yeah. we didn't get yeah. a Splinter Cell, but we did get a certain a certain we we got yeah we got prince of persia so basically what we're just going to do is um there was only a few big sort of announcements so yeah, we're just going to briefly go over each of them talk about the ones that interested us interest us so we'll start <laughs> with the obvious um yes prince of persia is being remade which was incredible uh the second the trailer started and the sands went across the screen i was like i think they said didn't they before we're going to take you back to a familiar face and i was like oh i know this is prince of persia yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What did we think? Well, yeah, I'm interested to hear, Brad, because I know you're positive. I know yeah. I'm positive, but I, I have a feeling Bradley might not be as positive. <laughs> How did you know? I, I don't I know. Knew I, I knew it. Can I knew it. Can I, wait, can I take a guess why you're not? Go. Are you disappointed with the graphics and the way it looks? Yeah. Like, literally, I was watching it. I went, wow. And then I just looked at Alexa and I went, this kind of garbage (laughs) (laughs) i just went this is like the same company that makes these like really amazing looking games Mm. 
and it just feels like there's no budget in it. It feels yeah. like... I've like like done this on the cheap. I will agree. Yeah. Um, and I, I, one thing I loved, um, I loved that they are sticking true to the original game and that the, the story has cast. not been... Yeah, and the, the original cast, which is incredible, voice With acting, and yeah. the fact that the story is not being altered, like the first game story, like they're, they're following that same narrative. And um, I like that. And I like the fact that even from the looks of it, uh, the gameplay looks pretty much, other than the other tweak, um, it looks the same. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks authentic, but uh, there's a lot of quality of life improvements. Yeah, yeah. There's a course. lot of, it uh, looks like some, a lot more fluid. Yeah, than yeah, the yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but but I will agree with Bradley though. Um, but when yeah. we were getting close-ups of like, you know, him, him talking, I was mm. like, oh no. <laughs> you were yeah. like, what? I, I mean, I was just like, oh no. Like, I've, this yeah. is meant to be like next gen as well. Yeah. I went, this is not next gen. This is like, you know, this could have come out like five years ago and I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, yeah. I did. You know? I think the problem is that on the one hand, it does look significantly better than the original. When you see Oh, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but it's a remake. It's not a texture upgrade. But... Like if you guys have looked at the Resident Evil remake. Mm-hmm. They look incredible. That, yeah. yeah, it's stunning. Like just, it blew my mind how good. And I think that's what people wanted, right? That's what people yeah. were expecting. Oh yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, so that's what, yeah, that, that I, I, you've put in here, Chris, actually, you're worried that maybe Ubisoft haven't given it the budget that it deserved as a remake. Um, and I completely agree that that is a bit of a worry. That's what it feels like. That's the I, first thing I said. And so, apparently they're a much smaller Ubisoft studio. Studio, yeah. Not yeah. done. You can tell. Stuff. I think, yeah. yeah, like Bradley said, if this game was released five years ago, you would have gone, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's a bit disappointing because when the trailer started, I thought this could look absolutely beautiful like the um, like because of the sand uh, and that's what i mean that's what i want given from it. Yeah. A, a redo in the style of that resident evil series yeah that looks so good and can the, you imagine that in Prince yeah. of Persia well this is the thing and the fact that they're using obviously mocap it would have been such potential to have it look incredible like just life like like the movie and like you know it just uh, i'm excited regardless because it's a Prince yeah. of Persia remake i, I mean I, I know like say uh, despite the misgivings mm-hmm. that we have with this, I'm pretty sure me and Jack, this is still a game oh, we're yeah. getting on, on launch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a launch. I'm, I'm it pre-ordering easy. it, I think. Yeah. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I just have to. Um, I'm not sure about Bradley. I got but... so excited watching the trailer. And remember yeah. I don't know, but that's what I mean. It didn't give me that excitement. Did it not? When she said you can rewind time, the dagger rewinds time, I was like, oh, yes, it does. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I played the like the kind of reboot one, the second reboot one. And I enjoyed that. And I'm like, I'll just go back to that if I want that gameplay because this right. one looks trash. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how the... you knew that he was. I knew it. Cause it's weird I because obviously normally I'm like, it. so yeah. yeah, it just, oh, I just, I couldn't. And I know what Bradley's like, like yeah. remasters and remakes. Yeah, and yeah honest, I'm really picky because it, like, it does look like more like said, a remaster than a remake. Yeah, I'd yeah like, like you said, I, I, in my head, it was like Prince of Persia remake. I had this image of like, beautiful lighting and the way the yeah. sand would sand like kind of roll across and the rosy. ground yeah, and I, yeah, yeah a game i could just load up and it didn't have to be like amazing gameplay obviously they've already just got that down stunning. i would just go through this castle like even like the wind so like good. pushing the sand up in the air and stuff yeah, yeah I know what like you mean. little things yeah, like that that's how and i pictured it was gonna be because yeah. it's meant to be next gen but then we get this and yeah. I, I i'm not having a go at the developers like they're, they're still a talented team they seem very i just know that they don't the have as well yeah exactly i just know that they don't have a big team or you know as well as budget the, for the it, budget maybe. yeah so I'm not blaming them. I'm not saying they're making an ugly game. I'm just saying 
mm. you know maybe ubisoft as a publisher and a company could have put more into it yeah, but, yeah completely but, completely but, agree but yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens we'll we, it's definitely going to be say, one we'll purchase i will support release. this because yeah. i hope that this would spawn a, a, a next year truly next gen yeah, sequel, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I'd love if they did the last one the two thrones with the uh, with the evil side of you oh that was awesome um, that's nostalgia for me yeah um, I, that's actually on backwards compatible now is it I'm really tempted to buy it oh, no it's like way. eight quid I might actually do it um, so yeah um, moving on what I want to do quickly is we'll move on to the next game that obviously sparked interest um, which is a rename actually um, which is now known as Immortals Phoenix Rising so it is so I didn't actually as. know it I hate this. Yeah, I, I previously hate known as gods uh, of gods and monsters. Of now, yeah, so I still have gods so and cool. monsters. Yeah, so this is the first thing I want to I say understand. is that of gods and monsters is so much Phoenix more catchy. Right. Isn't it? Yeah, it's so much more catchy. Than this. Right. It's not spelt right. It's not, no, it's but, not. But it's not yeah. even like Marcus Phoenix. Ben, it's not even like the Phoenix. The, the Phoenix. Yeah, it's just they had to be really wrong. edgy. Yeah. 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 Now, oh, it's just it makes me cringe. Now, why? Gods and monsters. I probably don't have as much to say about it as you two. So I'll let you crack on with it but the one thing i do want to say quickly is that i watched the gameplay i watched the things um i really wanted to absolutely love this game and i did like, initially i did um love the look a bit i love the reveal trailer like the cinematic trailer that came before the gameplay um the one thing i do want to say is that <sighs> the graphics again <laughs> i literally yeah i, I was Question. watching these and, and i just Hit went miss this looks garbage too yeah, oh, and I ubisoft know. what are you doing i know and it's such a shame because i think the game looks like i don't know how amazing it's, though it's, it's with the assassin's creed odyssey engine yeah so how did they do yeah, this i mean i think it's the art direction isn't it the art oh, style, this looks yeah. like wow and wow came out like what 15 years ago i don't even know what that <laughs> yeah. is i think world of warcraft they, oh. they've very much gone yeah exactly sort of Fortnite style art direction mm. haven't they it's Something i like, like the, that. i like the art style because i like the cartoony style and that and i like the colorfulness of but it then it just, I just feels didn't like think it low looked... res unpolished yeah, yeah that's it, it yeah thought, it, I, like, like I say jack i like the art style mm. But it falls flat in the world. Yeah, like the background, exactly. it falls flat. Yeah. Whereas, like you say, Bradley says, when you play Odyssey, Odyssey is beautiful, it's stunning. Mm. Like mm. you're standing on a statue I and you look Odyssey. over Greece, and the lighting yeah. in that game is amazing. Yeah. So, what what do you think about the gameplay itself? We'll go through it just quickly, briefly, bit by bit. So, my problem was, I am actually pessimistic about this game. I I actually do want to get this game, mm-hmm. but that said. It does. There were so many times in the gameplay when I was like, "This is Odyssey. This yeah. is Odyssey." Yeah. Like when he dodges to the side, yeah, and he yeah. did like a slow mo. I was like, "This is literally the dodge from Odyssey." Mm-hmm. And then I, I just, was like, "I just did it with like the UI elements." I was like, "That's yeah. Odyssey." Right and and then. then I'm like, "They've literally taken Odyssey, and then looked at Zelda: The Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gone, the slam let me together. fuse these two yeah. things yeah. together." <laughs> and I'm not against it, mm-hmm. but it just, I, I, I actually like the look of it, but I also hate the lack of creativity with it yeah within it if that yeah. makes any sense yeah mm-hmm. Bradley, any thoughts before we, uh, anything else you want to say before we move on to something else yeah i mean like like we said i i kind of watched that cinematic and i was like wow this looks so good and then um we kind of get into some gameplay and i was like wow this kind of mm. looks a bit boring and it doesn't even look great and mm. i don't know how they've done it and which is why i was kind of just disappointed after seeing the prince prince of persia like you know, you then got another, another slap in the yeah, face. Yeah, and I was like, 
we're literally on the like you know the you're brink actually of next gen. You're watching Ubisoft backwards, not forward. <laughs> it literally oh, wow. is. That was good. I that's, really that's like the that. Title. That's, that's, that's the, the title. title. Ubisoft Ubisoft oh my god! Title just made up on the spot. Ubisoft backwards. Ubisoft backwards. It just feels like that. It just feels like they're ignoring next gen and they're just yeah. like we're just, just making game games still. We're yeah, making like, games, man. Oh yeah, this is still going to work on the Xbox One, and it's like. You've you've got to let go at some point. Um, mm. You know, I want to I want to start seeing some next gen stuff. Like if that, so you know the cinematic trailer. If they yep. could have with next gen made it look as close to that cinematic with the art style and the way. Oh, it and looked, they one hundred percent could have. Yeah. It have you seen like the incredible. new Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, yeah it looks it's fantastic. Yeah. It's literally like a so live then so then that and that's movie. cartoony. That, that's cartoony. <laughs> yeah. So then they definitely could have done it with this design. Exactly, but they so, just. Went back I don't to know them. what they're doing. And it's not like Ubisoft don't have the fun. So yeah, I literally I mean, have no idea what their, their I, I, goal is. I don't is. know if it's this was a smaller budget spin-off using Odyssey's engine, right? Mm. It feels then, like it. And then he said, hey, we've changed the title because we got given more development time. Yeah. Um, but uh, you say, I, 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 it does definitely seem like built off Odyssey's bones mm-hmm. and maybe it needs more funding. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're just expecting too much. Maybe this is just their indie showcase and we were being too hard. Well, well they, I mean, I, I like there's the obviously another Ubisoft really forward. Do. So I just, we just expect more from next gen, yeah. don't we? Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we're all interested slash not interested in that game and we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. But I agree. Fair. And I will watch Ubisoft Forward Part 3 as well just because I do have to keep in the loop with this sort of thing. Yeah, no, we probably all will. <laughs> uh, so, also, the last thing we'll say on that, rename it of Gods of Mon- and Monsters, please, because that was so much it's better. so much better. And so Chris hates I, the maybe, fact that maybe you they had like, wrong. <laughs> Maybe they had some sort of like copyright um, issues. Like and no, they just didn't want it. They were just I, like just just to rename it. I actually yeah. heard that it was because there's an anime of Gods and Monsters right. and there's also right. a book series of right. Gods and Monsters. So they wanted to stand out yeah. a bit. Stand yeah, out. and they spelt Phoenix wrong on purpose just to yeah. antagonise people like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just I think it looks awful. So um, <laughs> there you go, Ubisoft. Next, there's game. our review of your name. Yeah, Ubisoft backwards. <laughs> um, anyway, so moving on to the next game, um, which which actually I'm really excited about, and probably not so much for you, but I do want to talk about it riders republic um what i do you know what you're probably even surprised i liked it because usually i yeah, even started I the trailer into these kind of things. i'm not and i started the trailer and i looked at it and i thought oh so it's steep then basically the, the game the mountain it's, thingy it's game steep and, developers yeah and well Isn't i was like oh it's just steep yeah and i was yeah. like i'm really not interested i could just skip this however the more i watched the trailer the more i thought actually this is pretty cool and then the more i watched that i was like actually i want to find out more about this so I looked into it and I really watched as much as I could find on it. And this is definitely a game that if you don't have other friends who have it, it's probably not going to be that great. Um, But I could see me and Zach on this game for hours because I just saw one, I saw customizing customizing options and I was like, that's cool. My my gremlin senses were tingling. Um, But literally... I saw the guy with the mask with the gas canisters coming out the side and that. And I was like, that's cool. And I saw all the different options. So it's basically for anyone who didn't see it, it's yeah, it's like steep. It's an extreme sport, um, MMO and it's, it just, it's humongous. Uh, the map looks ginormous. Uh, it goes everything from bikes to skiing, snowboarding, wingsuit in paragliding. Um, uh, and it, 
yeah, it, it's, I don't know what else to say. It looks crazy. It's just huge. And there's constantly, uh, uh, did it say how many players? 50 50, players. yeah. Yeah, 50 players. And it's also, by the looks of it, quite free roamy because you can actually, um, I don't know if you watched all of it, but you can um, go to like the Yosemite Park and that and you can take a stroll through the woods and like climb the mountain and stuff. And I was like, that's really cool. Like you take a peaceful side to the extreme sport. Yeah. And I think it looks like fun if you've got friends to play it with. Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah. I sort of this. I was still waiting for Splinter Cell at the point of this. This was the last thing they revealed. Yeah. And I was like, he, and he even said something like, um, that that almost made me my brain think Splinter Cell because he was like the return of a, an old friend or something. Yeah. And I was like, hang on, what do you mean? And then obviously I think it was a steep reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then this played, and I was like, oh, I've got no interest in mm-hmm. this. And then it actually came to the point when I was writing up Ubisoft Forward for the podcast, and. I started reading into it and then like you say, they said wingsuits, bikes, all these different yeah. things. And then there were like 50 players. And I just had this mental image of playing with you guys yeah. and like 50 players having this mental race, yeah. all in different things down a mountain. The carnage, yeah. The carnage, other, the falling like, off, the snapping. Have, into it was it, like yeah. full guys, but with yeah. like bikes, but, right? Yeah, so, or snowboards. And I was whatever, just yeah. like, do you know what? It'd be really fun. Even though these aren't really my type of games. Exactly. I think this sounds like such, such a, a fun great experience. Game. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you agree because this is exactly my thought. I thought the same as you. I was not interested at all until I really thought about the bigger picture and thought, actually, this game could be hilarious if you're playing it with people you know. And even if you're not, it's probably still going to be quite funny. But when you're talking to your mates and you're having a laugh anyway, that is the sort of game that I could see myself having just so much fun. fun isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just mindless fun. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested in Riders Republic. I take it Bradley's not because he hasn't. I mean, I haven't actually watched anything. Oh, have you not? Because I just, I instantly assume not for me. No, but that's what I did kinda, when I saw it. Yeah. You're kind of making me you. think like I need yeah. to like reevaluate, you know, look into it. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll look into it and then, yeah. And then we'll, we'll, yeah, well, maybe we'll all get it or something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah, it looks great. And if you've got, if you like big open multiplayer things, then it's probably a bit of you. And especially if you like extreme sports, Um, moving on, Bradley, I know you're going to love this. uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world complete edition. Um, Yeah. All right. I'm going to say these quick words and I'm just going to see what comes up. Remake slash remaster. Right. Which one is it? Uh, so it is a remaster. It's a, it's a remaster HD collection. I don't even Scott play Pilgrim. the game, but it's like, oh. See, right. I only added this because I have no interest in this. Mm-hmm. I Neither. think it looks fun. I love it when I actually really like uh, HD collections. Because this is like the original Scott Pilgrim as well. This is like really yeah, like yeah. old, I think. Right. Ten year um, anniversary. Yeah. And and I sort of uh, I just really love it when indie indie games get like a HD remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that said, as much as I I, I enjoy that, because I'm like, oh, someone's going to get to experience this, and it looks fun. Mm-hmm. But I have no intention of playing this. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I don't have intention of playing it either. Yeah, me neither. Um, which is why, we, <laughs> yeah, me neither. Especially <laughs> when it's a remaster. <laughs> but, but, but it looks fun, and it's just you know, well, it's, I'm not it's sure cool. how much you can do a remake of Scott Pilgrim. No, because right? it's just a punch no, like, like movie way yeah. for a cartoony thing. Yeah, but it, completely way, remake it like they did with Resident Evil, where they changed I, it from like. I like, actually think make secretly it like a third person beat em up. I think yes. secretly, um, <laughs> Chris only put this in there to wind you up. I think just literally <laughs> just wanted another to see remaster. It. No, I actually yeah. thought. I mean, as much as I, I knew he'd be mad yeah, as yeah. a remaster, I thought he would be into the Scott Pilgrim games. Oh really? No, I've never, I've never played them. I've watched the film. But yeah, just, the film. It, just yeah, sort of, the... it felt like something Bradley would might like, be interested yeah. in. Um, and Chris, so I can't talk wait to talk about this bit, one. Yeah. yeah. So um, the last thing that piqued our interest: Rainbow Six Siege. Call me zero. 
Um, Chris, take it away and start off. I hate this. I hate some. I'm watching (laughs) it and I'm like, because one, I'm like, I'm waiting for Splinter Cell, and this comes up, I'm like, okay, maybe they'll tease him here first, and then we'll get Splinter Cell. And and then I was like watching it, and just this whole because I actually like the idea that they thought, hey, let's do a fun little animated short. Like Mm -hmm. I'm on board for stuff like that. But it was yeah, I think they've done it before. Yeah. I just was watching it and he's not even Sam Fisher. Right. So you don't talk like him. You don't act like him. You don't look like him. I'm like, why didn't they just say, hey, this is another third echelon agent or fourth echelon agent? This is literally what I said. Yeah. So there was obviously he's the character in Siege, which we spoke about before. Sam Fisher is now in Siege and he's in it permanently from now on. Um, They said they feel like he's a great addition to the, the players and everything. But yeah, they, they chucked it out there with this cringy animated short, which was just diabolical. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like character assassination. Yeah, yeah. They literally, that's what I said. They've just, they've taken his character and not followed at all what he is. And just, no. you know, this is our Sam Fisher, essentially, which why I even bring in Sam Fisher? Like you said, just yeah. bring in a third echelon agent. Oh, a new agent, agent. Yeah. 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 And you have free reign to make a fun yeah, character. Like literally, character. Yeah, like literally, they've even changed his name i said why is he saying call me zero he has yeah. never said that before he's never been called whole zero Splinter Cell franchise <laughs> no. and they made it like this really cool moment me, where it was call like me zero yeah cool like, why is he like, trying so hard to be what? cool he that's not well. what doesn't he, he does. say doesn't he like walk he's away like, and, like, he just doesn't acknowledge people no and he, i swear he like flicks his coat like his dust coat and walks away and says one more thing call me zero Oh no, what yeah, do we call you? He'd just grumble and yeah. walk away. He would, he'd already punched you in the face. No Michael Ironside. Yeah, that's screw you, you. Yeah, yeah. No screw Michael Ironside. I mean, Chris. I get maybe you got someone because you wanted to do mocap because yeah. it's Siege, but come on. Yeah, Michael, Michael Ironside. Ironside. Even that would have made that less painful. But yeah, it was awful. And like Bradley says, never in the history of Splinter Cell has he ever referred to himself as Zero. So, so literally, so they brought. But this it was edgy. They, it was so they've, edgy. They've brought Sam Fisher into their game. They have changed his design they have changed his voice i quite they like changed the way he his name in the, in the game though yeah, yeah but rough. what i'm yeah, saying yeah. is they've Fresh literally changed them. everything about the character apart from the goggles and you don't even get to use them no <laughs> like yeah, which is... literally this is the other thing is i know that in game he has an ability that is nothing like he has you in know the game it, it's the gun yeah. that goes through the wall with the camera but and it makes and apparently it's noise. not even yeah. very good no. Like they've just kind of Tactically. got it into a place oh, where they it's not didn't good. give him the old seeing through walls and stuff. It's, it is, but it's instead of like the snake cam, it works that you've got a pistol that you can shoot through any surface, and then that points the camera through the wall. So yeah. then he uses the camera through the dark. That's rubbish. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I mean, I get, I get, the, like... I get the point not to make him OP. Yeah. But yeah, still. but at least give him something that you let know he's used in the past or something. But <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> Just let him just like, walk around as Michael Ironside. I just hate that everyone. they've literally taken this character and changed everything about him and said, yeah, now we've got Sam Fisher. In and game. he's called it's Zero like, from now on. Yeah, it's like, it's not even Sam Fisher though, is Why it? couldn't it's he be called zero. Sam Fisher in the game? Like, what was wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, or just like Fisher. Fisher <laughs> yeah. works as like, a, yeah. you know, well, like does, just he has his a name. Code, he does have a code name. Yeah. I can't remember it off yeah. the top of my head. But exactly, it's not use it's that, not but not call me Zero. Like, oh, okay. Oh, we'll call you zero, shall we, Sam? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad we all hated this. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. And, um, and it I just mean, made it worse that we didn't even get a proper reveal. Well, I'm hoping Ubisoft 3 forward will be the... Could, could you imagine if, if we get the Splinter Cell reveal and his character is exactly like this? Yeah, they call him zero. And it's a reboot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is like, you know, letting us know that he's going to be called zero from now on. But yeah, we'll see. I think I'd, I'd, I'd hunt down Ubisoft. Yeah. And I'm, that... going, I'm <laughs> going to their headquarters in France and I'm being listening. <laughs> Right, so, 
but yeah, that's all we, we summed up uh, with the things we were interested slash not interested about Ubisoft backwards. Yeah, um, and there was a ton more. There, there was, was a load of DLCs, DLCs and things like but, that. Yeah, you know, we didn't want to get. And we're going to we stay tuned for the next one because we will definitely watch it, even if we hate it again. But um, no, we we had good and bad. Yeah, news, and, and like I say, there was stuff we found yeah, interesting. It's not all bad. No, it's not. Um, it's just we were just a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um. So we mm-hmm. don't have a um a golden oldie this week instead we have a series retrospective like our halo one. like our halo one you'll be pleased to know this isn't halo as again damn it something like that um but instead we thought seeing as um the release is not too far away now uh, we would talk about call of duty as a franchise uh and go into our, our thoughts on those yeah um before we just start talking about our favorites talking about the new one they recently released the multiplayer reveal um <laughs> I was really excited with the campaign reveal and yeah. the story reveal, and I am interested in the game solely for that. I watched the multiplayer reveal, thinking, "Well, if the campaign's done well, maybe the multiplayer will be interesting." Yeah. Oh, what a load of rubbish! <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> waste of my time! And I saw. I, I saw really a video. like Warzone. Yeah, and I, I think yeah, I love Online was actually decent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and do you know what? I saw a video that said eleven minutes of um, of uh, multiplayer gameplay for Call of Duty Cold War, and I thought. I'll give that a watch, you know, see what they're doing, see what interesting new takes they've got. And it just looks like, oh, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It just looks so, so poor. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be buying it for the story. And yeah, for the else. story and that's it. I and wa- zombies. Yeah, I watched, um, it, it just looks like they've given you too much health all of a sudden. They've given you like an actual health bar now above your head. And like when you they shoot did, other Yeah, players. they did that with the last Black Ops, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they did, but and I just it, don't it like just it. did not work then. And, 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 I also, no, me neither. No. And also, I think it doesn't look, again, very next-gen and very, very, like, Yeah, when I adapted. was watching it, I kind of thought Modern Warfare looked yeah. the same, if not better. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was online. It yeah. just looks pretty... I thought it looked quite sloppy and also quite sluggish. Um, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a fan at all. I literally didn't even watch two minutes, I don't think. I just skipped through it, and I was like, I don't like this. Mm. Um, so, yeah, away from that, we'll be buying that for the story. Yeah. Chris... Yeah. Or Bradley, who oh, wants to go I mean, first? I, I'll steal first. You know I like to talk. Go, on. go for it. <laughs> I I will go on a limb here and say that my favourite Call of Duty, and I actually I actually think there's been some really good entries. Mm. I really Ooh. do. But Ooh. I think my favourite is World Ooh. at War. I nice. love World at War. I I think it's so much so that it's just there's two things I really remember about World at War. And that's the story is yeah. like imprinted into In my head, brain. Embedded. Like, you feel like you lived it. I can remember like maybe 20 or 30 moments. And how many games can you say that about? No, it, yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. first person shooters, which tend to be quite forgettable mm-hmm. story wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second thing is the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I remember it being so gritty, so fun. Bouncing Betty's were the bane of my existence. Oh. The, bane of everyone's the, the maps, yeah. the maps as well, like the noise. Japanese castle, the um, the yeah. tank yard yeah. in um, Germany, where you had the overpass and then the actual tank building sites. Mm-hmm. You could actually get in the tanks, could yeah, you? Yeah, well? yeah, yeah, completely. It was weird, and oh, I loved it. I thought it was actually quite good. No, but like that's what I mean. Like COD hadn't done that, like no. as in with the online, it was just yeah, very yeah. much boots on the ground. There was no like, and then that one map or maybe two maps were like. Go on then, you can get in the tank. He's like, no, yeah, I mean, on, don't be scared. Can't be they, serious. They built, the camp, they built the tanks for the campaign, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. Did. And, and then, then they, they just like, dropped it, it in the multiplayer. Yeah. 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 Why not? If you build and it. And they already. felt relatively balanced. 
Yeah, like, yeah which is you weird. Could get rockets, couldn't you, and just blow them up and stuff. Yeah, and you, you just you you think that like they would have had back then a hard time balancing something like that, but it just fit in, and nobody really kind of said anything. It was fine. I, I believe as well. Was it the first game to introduce dogs as a kill yeah, streak? It was, I think. Oh my uh, god! Oh. How terrifying! Oh, hang on, was. Did did four or Modern Warfare two do have dogs or was Modern War was between them wasn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah it would have been. Like, yeah, so it, it would have been. been yeah, because yeah. you couldn't get. Because in Modern Warfare four. they had um, no, I don't think you could. Chopper instead. Right, I yeah, remember how terrifying because it was. It's always it three five seven. Yeah, three five seven. It was radar care package. Dogs chopper. were so OP. No radar airstrike. That was it. Airstrike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dog. When you hear those coming, you're like, oh for God's sake! Yeah, and you're like, oh no. And then you get lean on you. So bad. I was like, I want to kill them. Yeah, a cute German Shepherd man, and then and then you're running away from the dogs, and you run straight into a bouncing Betty and blow your legs off. And, it's like... <laughs> and also, that's the thing. How I I really upset COD moved away from that gore from the real because it was yeah. so gritty. Yeah, and and even though it was the multiplayer has always been like you know ridiculous, and you're not meant to take it realist, like realistic. I think the fact that you'd lose limbs and it felt brutal made it feel so much more real mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. it contributed so well to that feel of world yeah. war Two. yeah it, it definitely was in that respect i would completely agree the story is embedded in my skull um and i don't think i'll ever forget it um i love the storyline in that game uh and it was the most of all the titles it's definitely the most realistic atmospheric at- well. atmospheric yeah and Agreed. The, even the multiplayer was good. It's not like it was just an all-story good game. It was the multiplayer was great as well, and obviously, especially for its time. And you're forgetting mm-hmm. also zombies. Oh my! How could I forget zombies? The best map. The be- Nacht- oh, no. had the yeah. Be- it had yeah. So it had the first map where you're in the little yeah. building. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the best map. The destroyed bunker. Then thing. it had. That's all that's you need for zombies. Then it had. I can't remember that's the, the only one map I've ever was. liked. Then the third one was in the Japanese swamp. Yeah, Shangri La. Also love that map. And the fourth one was, I'm going to disagree with Bradley. The fourth one was my favorite. Which was? The um, one where it was the big Nazi outpost. It was the biggest map they'd done to that point. And I don't know if you remember, but you start off in a big open space and then you move through it and there's um, uh, the, mo- the mother box would always spawn. Oh, it's really hard to describe. I can't um, picture it. I can, but it was I... like the most popular map yeah. uh, online. It was the fourth one they released. Yeah. And... It is to my, it's so annoying me. I can't remember the name of it, but I can picture it in my mm. head now. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure anyone listening will know what it will, is. Will know what I'm yeah, going so on about. It's, it's, yeah, like it was a revolutionary game as well, obviously because of the fact that they brought zombies into it for a start, um, which obviously then continued. Right. Nazi zombies. Yeah, and it was great and a great game mode, which created so many fun times with your mates, you know, getting to round 100 and whatever ridiculous. And can, can then, is anyone good at doing the. Uh, I'm not going to attempt it because my throat hurts, but otherwise... I, I mean, that be. was like a dying cat. That's, that's that the sort of thing that I would have attempted if my throat didn't hurt today. But um, but yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I'd agree. World of War, it's not my, it isn't my favourite, but it is, it is my second favourite. So that's my favourite. Do you guys agree on your favourite? I think we ones? do, but Bradley, go and I'll, I'll tag along. No, no, no. What is it? Go on. I want you to, if we do agree, you can have the, the honour of saying it. Right. It's. Uh, it has to be Modern Warfare Two. See, ah, oh, see, I would. Oh, okay. I think mine has Go to on. be three. That's the problem. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. Modern what? Warfare Three. So I we're really talking like the end of so. Yeah. Um, you play as Yuri, um, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, I thought I thought three was just that 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 perfect kind of endpoint. Yeah, and I really liked the different people you play as. I like playing as the the new Delta squad. Um, Yeah, and you rescued Bryce from prison, didn't you? Yeah, that's yeah, and I I really liked that that story, and I think it just it took two. And it just kind of upped the ante again, just mm. that bit much. It, it did. It felt like World War Three because it was. It was just so was much chaotic. going on. There was so exactly. much. Exactly. I it, think that whole Modern Warfare trilogy, Modern Warfare oh, yes, One, yeah, two, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, whole storyline, yeah. is mm-hmm. you can play them back to back, and oh, it just can. works so do you, well. Do you know? Strangely enough, um, I'm glad you've actually said a different one so that we can kind of have a little chat about it. But um, so obviously. I watched this video, strangely enough, the only literally, I think yesterday or day before, and it said basically the sad realization of Captain Price's life from the start to the end and like throughout the games. And you, when you really look at him as a character, obviously he's this strong leader, you know, he's cool and all that sort of thing. And I know he's in the most SAS recent release. Um, but if you watch him through the Modern Warfare games, um, he loses everyone he can't mm-hmm. he's too late for it yeah everything and See, like, that's something remember, i loved about three do you remember well. modern warfare 3 do you remember the last mission mm-hmm. on the, that's on what the i was gonna say yeah on the, the just oh, gets so cigar out. and yeah. yuri yuri dies yeah well, to save you yeah, yeah to save price and uh, and i liked yuri I really yeah liked and him. and that's where you yeah and he falls through so and that's what i mean right, and this is why i think three was such a strong entry it was i actually really really remember very vividly um soap's death yeah, the on scene. the table. Yeah, and yeah, when and Price so... pushes you down the staircase yeah, yeah. and he's like How do you know going Macro? mental at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so well acted, actually. It is, that it is guy very, acted yeah. Price. It is very good. And um, yeah, I'm glad you said a different one just so we can... So for me, I don't really recall Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer. Um, oh, I loved 3's I don't. I, I remember it vaguely, but not, not well enough to talk about. But whereas for me, the reason I picked Modern Warfare 2 was because as much as Modern Warfare 3 does also have a good campaign, I don't think it beats Modern Warfare 2's campaign, um, mm-hmm. just because... So, just to quickly clear up, yeah. 2's campaign mm-hmm. um, starts with you doing missions as Roach, yeah. as uh, Soap's trainee, yeah. uh, and you do it all across the world. It leads into the Russian invasion of America, yeah. right? And then it ends, like the last mission in the American... It's like it ends on a cliffhanger, if I remember. Number two, it ends. Yeah. The last mission of the thing is with Shepard. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the, the World War Three ends on a cliffhanger, doesn't it? Oh, because uh, then yeah. in Modern Warfare Three, yeah. it picks up with um, the Americans striking back first in America mm-hmm. and then into I believe so uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah, is that right, like Bradley? That. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't remember the start of the game. Yeah, but, it, it but starts. Or yeah, Paris, they push back into But like, I remember. So Modern Warfare yes, Two obviously yeah, has. You do go to Paris at the start. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two um, has uh, some of the most memorable story missions for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I remember. To be honest, I kind of feel like without the names, I can pretty much remember the missions through, like Ghosts. from start to thingy. And I love. Oh, I just love them. I love like there is. You can't tell me like there is. I don't know if there's a more cinematic moment in that whole enough, maybe even in the franchise than the bit with Ghost getting shot by Shepard. Uh, Ghost, Ghost and Roach, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, it's and you're the, playing as Roach. It's the gunshot when you, to your gut. It was and like then, the most tragic death oh, as a kid. And, then, and you can hear Price on the radio, can't you, saying, yeah. don't trust Shepard. And it's like, oh my God. And it's when Ghost right, he reaches for his gun, doesn't it's he? It's the fact and as he, well that it's such a horrific scene. It's such a horrific <laughs> scene as well that 
you you're still alive with that gunshot in your yeah. abdomen and they mm-hmm. throw you onto the pile and then, then they light throw fire. Yeah. yeah and it's and you you watch it through the lens of this dying oh, man's man. eyes yeah and, and right with ghosts next to him and, and this was when cod had soul yeah it was when cod's story yeah was dragged you into it was a, emotional and intense mm. right and that's it like with that moment because ghost actually drags you down to the helicarrier because you're already injured Wounded, you've been yeah. shot uh, stabbed or shot haven't you i can't remember and he drags you down there but yeah. anyway yeah it has memorable missions um, all the way through like the ice the cliffhanger mission with the ice pits yeah that, great um, really and, good. yeah like just great moments um through the snow and and like the mission um early on where you all i remember i don't remember what happens but i think it's the one in rio um, oh, what, where, where you're in the car at the start yeah. and the guy gets shot in the driver's seat and, and get out and sprint after and also guy. do you not remember soaps mm. chasing the guy across the rooftop yeah the jump and bodies yeah, him yeah, into bodies the car him, yeah bodies him out the window onto the car yeah like all of that it's just that makes me smile like and i remember that so well and then the multiplayer um the intervention sniper rifle is all i really need to say Ugh. oh you, you can't <laughs> tell i never me. used to use really? no m4a1 i literally oh, the m4a1, M4A1. M4A1. yeah but no, no, the that intervention was such a basic boy it but was. i'd always come like <laughs> the top with my little m4a1 and and just the high-rise map the high-rise obviously cool. it just, it's just i think Modern Warfare 2 probably has the best maps in yeah, the, it did, the franchise. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it, had some it was just. Such I think for me, maps. it's the most nostalgic I'll because I remember that World of War had the best maps. Yeah, Still. but I, it, for me, it's just <laughs> the most nostalgic because I remember all of the t- hours spent on multiplayer as well as oh, on the god, story. Oh god, yeah, mod. it's got to be the game I spent most time on. Yeah, the the little. Um, do you remember High Rise? Um, that where you get that glitch where you jump up on the the ladder off the edge of the map and you climb onto the roof with the teddy bears. Do you remember yes. that? And you yeah, just yeah, sit and you, up there. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, like snipers are all up there, and I'm there with my M4A one, like mm, kind of see someone. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> not really a good spot for me, <laughs> no. but hi guys, I made Everyone it. Everyone comes here. It was always a victory when you got up there. You know, it was that yeah. that moment when you're like, yes, yeah. I made it. Yeah. There was also, do you remember on High Rise that bit, uh, the sniping thing you could do where you like ran yeah. right. Or yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, at the start. Like, straight line to the other side. Straight, and it was always whoever was quicker. Like, yeah. literally. Yeah. It was just that moment. You, like, it, I would goes, never go that way, but I just see run. the two snipers. You go, <laughs> when they hit the bump, always... and then, then someone dead straight away. <laughs> and you, it's always your teammate. You're like, well done. And, if, and, if, and if you were lucky and everyone ran that way, you get like a lat kill with yeah, like one like, shot. <laughs> go straight through everyone. Uh, yeah, honestly, just cool. so many memories on that mm. one game. The Desert Eagle, just everything. It, uh, the story yeah. for me will always be the most memorable yeah. for that. But yeah. So, I really love how we've all chosen different ones, yeah. but we've all agreed that each, each of, of these games their... are, you know, games in, in the CODs franchise that really deserve a place in the, in the golden days yeah, of, of, of Call of Duty. Yeah, because right? obviously it gets a lot of like flight now for how yeah, it's it does. become, but they were it good deserves. games. They were. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? We've just forgot one of the most important things about Modern Warfare 2 was special ops. Oh, yeah, I, like I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. special ops was The game so mode fun. where you, you play it with a mate. It wasn't a play. good substitute for zombies. No. But oh, to me it was because I don't really? like zombies. No, yeah, I, I really don't like zombies. So the only lush. zombies map I like is Nugget uh, yeah, you've, you've got to tell Otherwise, I hate zombies. I find it so boring. You've got to say, agree <laughs> with me, spec though, ops. of all the Spec Ops missions, the best one was the one where you can sneak through the snow in the, yes. in the forest and you can actually do the whole thing it's without like being It's like Expendables yeah, yeah. or and something then, like um, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, and even the one, actually, that was based on the mission... Um, where Roach and Thingy die. Yeah. Um, and there was like big open trees and forests. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a section with loads of houses. Yeah, yeah. And you could go in there and funnel the juggernauts up yeah. the stairs yeah, towards yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And then if you got in trouble, you'd just jump out the window. Mm. And that's 
run they were just really good and they were really challenging and i like that you could make if you put them on the hardest and you even get the ones where one of you's in there it's called big brother i think where one i love big brother yeah Yeah, one's on the street and then there's the one with the ac 130 as well that's that's such a great mission it's such an epic feeling being an ac 130 and having a friend on the ground yeah yeah. and being like all right all right one sec one sec and then you clear them out you're like go 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 and then like more come (laughs) yeah and even being on that ground that noise and then i could you need to get a soundboard. Yeah, it's soundboard. Jack recorded. Yeah, AC one thirty. I see enemy AC one thirty above. <laughs> it was just such an epic feeling. But yeah, it was. And yeah. to, to be fair, yeah, that that's one thing I forgot nearly, but I can't believe I nearly mm. forgot it because that makes me feel really sad. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, special ops yeah. campaign multiplayer. But yeah, I, I agree though because mo- um, I would actually say that in, I would say World of War was my second favorite, and then Ooh. Modern Warfare three would probably see mine was the Modern Warfare's, and then the new Modern Warfare, and then probably World of War. <laughs> I did Ooh. love actually. I, yeah, to be fair, I did. I'm kind of love forgetting the, story. the new Modern Warfare. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. The, I did. The new one is really the story is great. It's it's really grounded. It's really real. Like yeah, it it could be like released Modern. as like yeah, yeah as a film like that kind yeah. of that set mission. in reality. Oh, I, I've never played house, it. Clean but house. I, it is, it's, yeah, I do really want to play it. I remember the mission. The mission in London. Like it just yeah. feels real. Oh, know? everything like, about that with the cops it's quite, running about and the civilians. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and, and then when the he's got the guy on his chest and like. Uh, the bomb on his chest and he, he's mm. he's like trying to think of how to deal with him and he just you know yeah, like yeah that's incredible that's it's just such so a like gritty, yeah. Well, it tense, gritty, yeah and it is yeah. it's gritty, he just, yeah. he just chucks him doesn't he he realizes mm-hmm. he can't do it in time and he just throws him to save everyone which else. again but is it's, like a moment like oh crap i'm not gonna like get through this someone. game just like saving everyone that, well, killing everything like you get um so in that mission, you're a soldier you're not yeah. a hero. and in that mission mm-hmm. in london exactly it's a terrorist attack it's a terrorist bombing in london it's been piccadilly circus isn't it and um you actually you get an achievement because you start off you're an undercover cop in the start of the mission. So you get a, you've only got a handgun uh, when these mm-hmm. terrorists jump out of the trucks and start. Yeah, you actually get an achievement because you can actually because civilians are running everywhere. You can actually hit civilians in the middle yeah. of the fire. If you do the whole mission without hitting a single civilian, you get like a eagle eyed like, achievement for like basically your point accuracy for not you know, not killing a civilian or whatever, but even things yeah. like that, it just feels really realistic. And the fact that you don't get penalized, like it doesn't restart the mission if you kill a civilian by accident. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the fact yeah. that- Yeah, because this happens warfare. in real life. Yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, you know, people get caught in the crossfire. So I thought for realism as well, yeah, modern, the newest modern warfare really yeah, stood out I need, I need to buy it. It is good. Yeah. I, I, I held off because I wasn't bothered about the multiplayer. But you had Warzone, didn't you? It, used yeah, to it. but it's definitely something- <laughs> You and your bloody LMGs you used to be the- Honestly, Bradley, the, I, I just got to I'm say- I'm a suppressing fire guy. He's a suppressive fire guy, right? <laughs> and I remember one They're day we were playing and Chris had two LMGs or something like that. And I just remember we got- we knew that the enemy squad was in a small house. And I said, right, what we'll do is we'll do this really tactfully. And in, while I'm talking, Chris just sprints across, doesn't say a word yet, barges in the door and just blind fire, just holds the trigger down of like a hundred round magazine <laughs> LMG. Like geezers, he knocked right? two of them. And then literally I just, he went down by the third guy and I just run in there and finished the squad off. And I was like, Jesus, Chris, talk about organization. He was like, what? Suppressive fire just works. And I was like, was <laughs> that's not suppressive that fire, Chris. Just, he just went in there and well, bombarded no, them. Sort of, you, were, you were fanning planning, about, yeah, planning planning. around the edge, yeah. and I was like, "Oh no, no. If you got an LMG, you just kick the door in." Yeah. And see, you... I'm see, I'm on Warzone. I'm <laughs> a, I, I have a sniper on one. Uh, my primary is a like an assault rifle or a submachine gun. Secondary and then a sniper because yeah. then I can pick people off and do the close. You, you know what the problem Chris is? Just balls to it's the walls. Because yeah, I love it. every time I played World at War, yeah. I was either an M1 Grand guy yeah. or an oh, MG42. 
It was, oh no! It was, it was that I one. Hate LMG. I, I was hate LMG. I was a machine. So boring. Yeah, but Chris is oh. Chris has always been that guy. Um, oh. yeah, he's There's just always the what you know. Guy. That's why they put him in the game. Yeah, people <laughs> like Chris. Oh, I just yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not the same as like the no. Battlefield series yeah, yeah. where it actually rewards you for yeah, suppressing. Yeah, for suppressing. Like you yeah, actually feel it in Battlefield, and yeah, like yeah. your camera kind There's of a purpose to it more. Yeah, whereas in this, it's just kind of like infinite can, supply of ammo. Before we move on, can we just completely agree, yeah, that the M, the noise that that gun makes, the M1 Brad with the, the clip the, the expanding, clip eject, oh, yeah. is the nicest it's noise. Satisfying and real. There's, actually, there's an actual video on mm-hmm. YouTube just of a guy just ejecting the mag just for that sound. It's brilliant. Yeah. It like pings, doesn't it? And it ricochets. I love the yeah. sound. Anyway. Yeah, that's our Call of Duty series retrospective. I'm glad all three of us had a different one, actually. That yeah. was nice to... And, and I'm release. glad we agreed they're all great games. In their own aspects, The ones yeah. we talked about. The ones we did not... Yeah, yeah, from, not from then onwards, well, it starts um, to get... The one that had Blackout and no campaign. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, Black that's Ops, what I was going to say. Black Ops 4. It, it didn't have a campaign. That didn't have a campaign. Nope. It just had Blackout, Black Ops 4. which was the first... But Black Ops 3 that... campaign oh, was was so bad. So so I got it with, with a friend yeah. of mine, and it was so bad that... Um, we started because it was co-op campaign. We started playing it together, mm-hmm. and um, I remember we were it like, vaguely. It was awful. It was so bad. And w- w- what happened is he went to me. Right, I'm not enjoying this one bit. I'm going to go off and play it on my own because it might be because we're talking over the story. Yeah, and I went. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So I went. You know, we'll do that. So we both went on separate ways. Yeah, literally. He he got through one mission and then called me up and went, "Yo, are you free?" Because I kind of like feel obligated <laughs> to complete the campaign, but, but I, I cannot it. do it on it's my so own boring, because yeah. it's so dead. I need to just talk through it. And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. We'll just like." finish it as quick as possible and then get onto the online and even that wasn't that great no but um but nuketown nuketown's good yeah nuketown's great yeah but anyway, um yeah. Yeah, that, that was our for... series retrospective of mm. call of duty mm-hmm. uh so we're going to move on to our last part of the show which as always is our quiz we yeah. do need a soundboard don't we? If we do yeah we need we need some fun little jingles but um so this was actually as well our guest was meant to to do uh do a quiz mm-hmm. um but obviously, last minute, obviously, couldn't, couldn't come. Um, mm-hmm. So I have, uh, as, as soon as the boys said, oh, we can't come and stuff, and we had to throw something together, there was something immediately where I was like, I have a plan. Mm-hmm. I have an amazing plan. So my quiz is actually on the Metal Gear franchise. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm interested. So I, I want to hit it with question one. I, um, I want to I do well on this. So, so how, what's your experience with Metal Gear? Both uh, I have only played, I have played, the really, I would say Metal Gear Solid 2, maybe, or Metal Gear 2. Oh, I think okay. I played. I played one, one of the really, originals. really old ones. Um, and I remember being really young when I played it. Okay. Um, okay. So at the time, I probably was a bit too young to really kind Take of get in. into those games. But it's I remember a very it, nevertheless. Story. Yeah. Um, then I never really touched Metal Gear until um, Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. And, and then, Phantom Pain. And then Phantom Pain. And I love the fact, I think that game is... Did you ever finish Phantom no, Pain? No, and I'll tell you why, because I got stuck on a mission and I told Bradley so many times that I needed his help and he never did and that was... Well, my... I, I, I can come help you now if so, you want. No, no, no. Phantom Pain. <laughs> so, so Bradley, have, have you finished Phantom Pain? Have I finished Phantom Pain? Of course he has. I know so, he so you should get a few of these I questions. I have S-ranked right. every single mission. You and how well would you say you I know I lost half Metal my life Gear, to that game. Uh, Not very well, well at all. Not no? literally. He still doesn't like, understand it. Even though yeah, no... No, no way do I understand. I, so you know, do you, I just do you not everything. understand five? Because five is very, very complicated. I don't. I, don't I, I get a lot of it, but there's as soon as you finish, like, that. so you get to mission thirty, you know, and then it's like game's over, and then it's yeah. like, haha, it's not. Here's twenty more missions. Well, <laughs> the thing, 
those 20 missions i start getting very confused yeah i mean the the problem with five is five is there's a lot that goes on and a lot of it is explained more in the tapes and a lot of it is so a lot of it is explained in the tapes and a lot of it is characters lying to you and telling you fake things so a lot of it is you have to try and figure out what's and then also snake is hallucinating a lot of stuff so it creates this i've got the key points you know it's one of those things you know you're going to ask me about lore and i'm like and kojima "Mm, also had two more chapters planned um before kunami kicked him out before kunami said no you've gone over budget get out yeah so there's actually um uh, concepts a whole concept reel for another chapter that they'd done 30 percent of the work on and then konami oh. said stop they said stop get out we're gonna make budget. a zombie game that's gonna flop which is so, it's so sad because could you imagine if he got to finish metal gear 5 with these two chapters he would still be ads? confused with the details we'd still be playing you'd, you'd probably it. Be a bit less and playing it yeah um, right but uh, yeah. that aside we'll move on to the, the quiz. quiz i just wanted to know what your for the viewers at home, yeah. what you've experienced with the first only done Grand Zero before we five. start number one. I'm just going to tell. Uh, te- uh, I'm just going to tell you the mission I got stuck on because you'll know exactly which one it was. It's the one on the bloody airstrip with those things that all the bosses. Spectres. That, yeah, were they? All it's not arrived. even a very long mission. It's not it literally but I just that. But, but I was not geared up enough to deal Take with that mission on. to just fight. I hadn't got yeah, the health yeah. and I hadn't got the ammo or the explosives or anything I yeah. needed. So it was <laughs> you weren't equipped. I was not equipped. Anyway. <laughs> Whereas I, I, by that I point, I, I think I'd like researched I'm everything. I'm annoyed that I didn't because um, that I didn't really get into it enough because the game and its gameplay and everything was just amazing. I love The it. whole franchise yeah, is amazing. amazing. Even though some of them are very dated. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I started with um, the HD collection on the yeah. 360, which right. is number two, uh, Snake Eater, which is number three, yeah. Peace Walker, which is number four, and then I got Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain, yeah. which is both the parts of number five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I chose this quiz is because I, like you, never understood the story. Okay. And then I knew a lot of it because I played a lot of the games. Yeah. But then I watched a one. I watched a timeline video going through the entire yeah. timeline kind of like what happened with Dragon Ball Z actually and then uh, I watched three videos breaking down the entirety of Metal Gear 5 you're banned from saying Dragon Ball Z on this podcast from now on yeah, I've decided no you even brought it into Metal Gear Solid <laughs> so you've got, you've got uh, at I've, least six months I, I, off. I've kind of fallen down this rabbit hole of Metal Gear recently okay uh, and it's really bad so much so that I have learned so much and it took me ages to reconcile so many story details because it's so convoluted but yeah. it's purposely convoluted right mm-hmm. but anyway let's question actually, number one let's go on to the quiz. yeah i just wanted to, to put that out there um so number one who do you play as in metal gear 5 metal gear solid 5 mm-hmm. yeah so your options are big boss mm-hmm. which is a b is venom snake mm-hmm. and c is solid snake who do you play as? Bradley. Big Boss, Venom Oh, Snake. no, this is so confusing. Technically, you're not... I, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I don't... No. Uh, this is... Like, they call you Big Boss. Yeah. I swear they call you Big they Boss. Do, and, but do, I swear but... at the beginning of the mission, it also comes up Venom Snake. That's really annoying. I thought this was supposed to be the easy question because I is. thought because they do call it you is Big if Boss. You pay I know attention they... to the... I, I to know, the I if you know pay they call you Big to Boss. The stuff that pops up on the screen, every mission... Yeah, yeah, I Venom, swear yeah, it's Venom it's, Snake it's, that yeah. pops up. Yeah, okay, I'll go Venom Snake. not Solid Snake. It's, no, Venom Snake, yeah, do that, but it so is you, Big Boss. So you both going Venom? Yeah, I am. Yeah, because even though it is Big Boss yeah. as well. 
on, so go so it is Venom Snake. Yeah. Yes. I, I won't tell you why because it's a massive story okay. spoiler. Um, but it's without spoilers, you are Big Boss mm-hmm. um, by the moniker, mm-hmm. but so, you have to play the story to understand why he yeah. why he's Venom Snake. Okay. Because uh, uh, if, okay. if if Jack had played it. Um, to completion, because mm-hmm. you you probably will do one day. Maybe one day. Or are you not bothered? And do you want me to tell you? Why? No, I probably will at some point. I would rather not spoil it. Yeah, no, don't. It's, it's, such yeah. A... it's it's like a Bioshock Infinite level. Yes. Yeah, oh my god! What yeah. the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your mind. We just goes, we knew. <laughs> like, like, I I I don't know. I I remember. I figured it out. I was purely, so oblivious, like, Bradley, because I know no, they bread crumb, breadcrumbs. I I literally figured it out from the beginning, and I was like, well. Like, I, but I, I assumed it was a mistake, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, I, just come on, enough, anyway, enough, enough. Question two. To beat around the question, you can talk about it afterwards, <laughs> and I'm not here. Okay, yeah. so, um, who do you play as in Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater? So, this is God the third it. game, mm. and this your options are Liquid Snake, Raiden, or Naked Snake. Um, any ideas? Do you want them again? I know you play as Raiden, but not in that. I don't think it's in that one. No, that's, oh, that's Snake Revengeance. Eater. Yeah, that's Revengeance. Yeah. Um, I think it's naked. Liquid Snake. I'm going to say Naked Snake. Okay, so, so Bradley's going Liquid and you're going naked. naked. Yeah. Okay, so it's Naked Snake. Yay. So, Do you know what made me think that? I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip of him running around naked and hiding in stuff. And so he's not actually naked. That's why no, it's called... No, no, I'm not saying that, but that's, <laughs> there's, there's that's a, why it just made me think There's a joke they make oh. during the game <laughs> about him actually being naked, but right. he's not actually naked. Right, okay. Um, but that was Big Boss's moniker before he got Big Boss. Right. Because right. Snake Eater is his first mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is working for Boss, who is his commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his moniker is uh, Naked Snake. Okay. I'm going two for two, by the way. <laughs> hey, so, you played an extra game. Yeah. So, so <laughs> what is the philosopher's legacy? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'm so, out. I'm out. A, a guide to building Metal Gears. Mm. B, $100 billion with like a finger in your mouth, like uh, Dr. Uh, who's the guy from Austin Powers? $1 billion. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, uh, so, yeah, $100 billion or an infinite supply of cardboard boxes. And what is the thing called? The Philosopher's Legacy. What's that? What is A? A guide to building Metal Gears, mm-hmm. $100 billion or an infinite supply of cardboard boxes. Bradley, any idea? He needs those cardboard boxes, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it can't be the cardboard boxes one. <laughs> uh, uh, someone's legacy is normally their funds, so that makes sense to be the money. But at the same time... It is Metal Gear. Why, yeah, so why would it be about money? But... Go I don't on, know, what do you, you want to go with? No, whatever you do, I'll go for the opposite one. Make it interesting. Um, uh, it seems too obvious to be A, though. So I'm just going to go B. I'll go with A yeah. then, just because he's gone B. I'm not going to C. Okay, so it is a hundred billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so Bradley takes that one. Sorry, oh, Jack, you're sorry. not going far. I mean, five. if I'd have just gone for it, I'd have. And uh, well, I just thought that like that's yeah, someone's yeah. legacy. Just I mean, money. <laughs> it's a lot of money, and it's also this happens after World War One. Mm, right. So this is insane money, <laughs> money yeah. right? Um, and this is what the plot of the third game revolves around. It's actually Snake trying to 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 get the philosopher's legacy for the U.S. Right. And Russia are trying to get it for themselves. Because the philosophers were uh, Russians, Americans, 
Brits and China mm-hmm. who tried to stop the Second World War. Okay. Uh, but it didn't work out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so number four, out of these three events, which one is untrue? Okay. So, uh, sorry, which one is true? Oh, so true. one of the events below did happen yeah, and the other didn't. two didn't. Go on. So your options are um, number A. Number A. He <laughs> said it again. <laughs> did you mean to? Yeah. I didn't actually. You didn't. It was no. a problem. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in the setting, um, Big Boss at one point actually conquers the world. Mm-hmm. That's A. B, Stalin has a fist fight with Big Boss. Uh, and C, a pregnant special forces soldier gave birth on the beaches of Normandy during D-Day. So one of these happened in the timeline. Oh, for God's sake. I'm going to go with... So Big Boss conquers the world, or he had a fistfight with Stalin, or a pregnant special forces soldier gave birth on the beaches of Normandy during D-Day. Oh, no. This is these games. Any of those is possible. <laughs> That's the stupid thing. <laughs> Oh, for God's well, sake. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if it was the pregnant one either. <laughs> um, Bradley, any thoughts before I make a decision? No, I'm just going to like go off what you don't pick. Okay, I'm going to go for has a fist fight with Stalin. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with You're pregnant. Right with the pregnant it's got to so. be the pregnant one. Boom, Bradley. Oh, for God's yes, sake, I was it had to be. As well, it I had thought, to be the pregnant one. It was too obscure. It's so weird. So, um, the boss, who is Big Boss's yeah, old yeah. mentor, she fought in World War II, yeah. and she was pregnant at the time, and she took part in D-Day, but right. gave birth on the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, of course she did. Why wouldn't she? Uh, but has, she gave birth to Ocelot, <laughs> right. who is... Oh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah. There wow. you go, Bradley. I had no idea. Yeah, that's who, cool. That's, who works that's as a awesome. double? Who works as a triple agent in Snake Eater, and then he trains you at the start of Five for your rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Played by Troy Baker. Yes, no. the same one. Yeah. Um, the same one. So <laughs> the last one. What is the secret project? Less infants, terrible. Oh God, give me the options. Uh, L'Enfant's Terrible. Well, it says terrible, <laughs> but I guess if you... If, for some reason, the first two are in French and the next one is just terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, go um, on. So, so A is a plan to build an army of bio-augmented super soldiers using Big Boss's genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, B, the Metal Gear's designed to win the arms race and acquire world domination. Mm-hmm. Or C, a project to clone Big Boss. What's it called? Um, Les Enfants Terrible. Les Enfants Terribles. Yeah. But for some reason, the terrible is... He's incredible at pronouncing things, isn't he? (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyway. um, Bradley, you can pick first this time. I know know Bradley knows this, I think. I should. I do, do, but I'm kind of confused with the wording. So So it's either cloning Big Big Boss So it's either a plan to build an army of super soldiers using Big Boss's genetics... Yep. Yeah. So they so they're taking people and using his genes to make them better. Yeah. Or um it's uh, a plan of so it's free metal gears designed to win the arms race. Right. Um or it's a project to clone Big Boss. Bradley. See, I thought it was clones, but I might have misinterpreted it to you know, for it to be super soldiers. I don't know. You pick. It's one of those two. Yeah, if if I'm clones. 
You're going for clones. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bradley, you should have gone with your gut. It is clones. Yeah. But you are right because I was sneaky <sighs> with this because they actually we went three they actually do use bosses' genes to augment super soldiers, mm. but it's a different project. Right. It's not called this. Whereas the clones are still super soldiers because big bosses. Yeah, see, that's why I was confused. You trickster. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Trickster, I, this, you. This is why I worded this interestingly. Because <laughs> the, the clones are super soldiers, but that's because boss is the greatest soldier. Big big boss, not boss. Right. Is the greatest soldier in history. Oh, um, I knew it was clones. But there is another project with a different name where they use his genetics to amplify normal soldiers to make them super soldiers. Right, okay. So I threw a curveball in there. Yeah, you did. You but, did. Yeah, you did. You, but but mm. you, 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 so, you, so what was that? You rotten scoundrel. So who was that? So, three, uh, three each. We three each. Yeah, three all. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, yeah. that was pretty good. And um, you know, I'm generally surprised. I'm I'm quite upset. Bradley knew as much as he did. Hmm. He, he why? Because I was kind of hoping. I mean, I, I don't. Wait, know when you literally do everything in five, you pick up bits from the other games. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you um, get these like and, drip and like feed say, of info. I don't know if you'd be interested, but I literally watched um, amazing videos, and he said what parts were true and what parts were his speculation. And he has right. one episode that's like an hour that breaks down Afghanistan. Oof. Then he has another episode that's an hour that breaks down. Um, the African segment and then mm-hmm. one bit that breaks down the ending and then obviously he gives you all the facts and then he also says hey these are the facts but this is my interpretation and honestly yeah. the series was so good and I left it and I was like whoa this Konami like what were you smoking when you came up with this <laughs> like this is just it's such an insane series but I don't mm-hmm. know what, for whatever reason on paper it's mental but in the games it just works mm. it does just yeah. work and, and don't you don't really feel like how. you need to yeah it does just work um, and actually I think that should be your closing thought Kanahu what were you smoking when you came up yeah, with this like, oh, and even like <laughs> Jack said where he was like oh you know I wouldn't be surprised it's the pregnant lady yeah. on, on the beach why is that not shocking I should have just gone with it anyway it's just Konami isn't <laughs> it yeah or oh, Kojima even Kojima. not Konami yeah Kojima, yeah um, but, yeah, I mean, we did all right, Bradley. Three, three, and three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll. Uh, and our closing enough. thought of Kojima. Yeah. What were you smoking? smoking you and wrote... carry on smoking it. We yeah. like your game because <laughs> even though it may make no sense, we still somehow understand it. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, yeah. after watching four well, hours of video essay. guys. Yeah. That's all from us. Yeah. And uh, hope see you later. See you later. See you later. <laughs>